Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me touch you. <laughs> yeah, no sound today. We just gotta admit ourselves. So yeah, our favorite time of the year is the Grey Area Awards, the third annual Grey Area Awards for 2023. So rather than doing your usual best albums of the year, we do a full-on award. So we've got multiple character. Uh, categories here that we're going to go through just to give the listeners a little bit of insight into the process so we have a spreadsheet and we update that spreadsheet throughout the year and by throughout the year i mean like within a week before we have to record and yeah uh, last <laughs> week on the weekend <laughs> um no no we, we 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 add to it throughout the year and we have different tabs for different categories which again we'll go through very shortly um we each have a top five within each category and then once those lists are finalized we aggregate them up so the way, the way I did it this year was I looked for the picks that came up the most. And then once we once that was sorted, I scored our list. So, for instance, if a pick is number one on the list, it gets five points. If it's, num- if it's number five, it gets one. So that's how it works with, with where these uh, nominations land on the, on the rankings in the individual categories. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, so the categories that we have are best album, best beat, best producer, best new artist, best song, best feature, and finally, best rapper. Let's just get into it. Let's, let's start with a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. You've got to do the board ourselves. We've got to manual do the board. So, best, yeah, all right. best album. I'll run through the <laughs> the five nominations in order in which they were scored. And then we'll talk a little bit about what ended up in the top five. So at number five, we've got Nas and Hitboy, Magic Free. Number four, we've got Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist, Voir Is that how you say that? Voir Dyer? Voir Dyer? Wow! I feel like it's Voir Dyer or something. <laughs> like... Number three, we have Arm & Hammer, We Buy Diabetic Test Strips. Number two, yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> J- <laughs> Number two, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown scaring the whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and number one, which is, I reckon, our most unanimous to date, is Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel with maps. So let's start there. Sure. You know from the top, start from what one? Yeah, let's go with let's go with our number one pick. Why why Matt? We or, or I was definitely sleeping on this project. I remember Sean sending it because I remember seeing the artwork. It was the, the orange square thing. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, this is some Sean alternative shit that I'm not gonna listen to. Huh? You thought it was a boarding pass. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, I I saw it. I said, like, what the fuck is this? I was like, I'll listen to it later. And then on that later list, it just never made it to like being played. And then for I think for some reason Kieran was listening to it and he, and he was like, for oh, some this reason. is banging. <laughs> huh? for some random reason like i don't know what caused you to listen to it and he's like this is banging why has no one listened to it and i think theo had already listened to it or maybe he hadn't i don't know how it slipped through everyone's radar but when i hit play i remember it was like what august time maybe july and i just hit play i was like this ain't too bad i was like oh i'm fucking with this i was like this is banging i was like damn i've been sleeping i think that's the first time in a long time where i feel like oh shit I might have actually missed out on, you know, obviously what's now album of the year, but like one of the best projects to come out in a long time. So I was actually quite upset with myself for, you know, not listening to it when it came out, missing on the hype. 
better late than never, man. It's, it's yeah. interesting what you say though, because I was I was gassing it to the group because I was trying to give it this comparison, like it's like the new Mad Villainy, so like yeah. um Mad Lib and MF Doom, and I think I feel like we kind of all agree it's a little bit like that in a way. He's coming so unique, like how MF Doom does, and the production is just insane as well. It's proper yeah. like mm. left field but palatable as well. The, the, the whole thing, honestly, is, is such a, a nice little adventure. And it's made me actually appreciate who Billy Woods is. I think it's the first time I've listened to Billy Woods and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And going back retrospectively and hearing, you know, the Arm and Hammer stuff, I'm like, ah, I get it. Yes. But it, it was me not getting it rather than him not doing it, if that makes sense. It was mm-hmm. it was all me, none, none of him. I don't know what Theo thinks about this, but you've definitely listened to some Billy Woods. Uh, <clears throat> I'm exactly the same. No, no, no. I've listened to Billy Woods because ever, ever ever since when you're right, it was Kieran hyping it, and I had slept on it myself. And then when I when I tapped into it, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is just something else, man." And then it was just song after song, thinking, "What the hell have I been doing all this time and not listened to him?" And then I started going back to his previous stuff, and I was like, "That I was disappointed mm-hmm. in myself." I was like, "The hell was I doing?" Because like it, this, it, it's just phenomenal. But Maps as a project, like Kieran said, the production even though it's left field is just i think it's phenomenal and it just creates these pictures and these moments that you're just like i'm just sat there thinking this is just something else like it's just absolutely brilliant so yeah no i, I yeah. definitely slept on it at the beginning but i wasn't sleeping on it towards the end i was just one thing that, that kenny siegel has kind of curated rather than you know made is this weird kind of haunty dusty eerie vibe that i've only really heard like darringer do recently on griselda stuff do you know what I mean? It's like it's a certain certain beats you hear it and you feel something because it's just creepy or it's eerie. So, yeah, shout out to Kenny Siegel because he's he's as much a part of why this album's the best album of the year for me as as much as Billy Woods is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's an equal it's an equal partnership, and I think that's why uh, Mad Villainy was is actually a pretty good shout as a sort of kind of a a, um, a comparison because that equally was as much about Madlib as it was Doom. But yeah, no, you're right with the order of things because I came in with the soft, soft push way back, maybe like June time, May, June, whenever it came out. Left it there, just trusting that someone else would um would come would come and listen with me. And then yeah, Kieran came in full steam and was like <laughs> dropping these like business cases and all that. Um, but no, I'm glad we all we all got there eventually because um, it is, in my opinion, it's the it's the best rap album so far this decade. I think it's. I think it's phenomenal. Decade. Oh, we are quite early into yeah, the decade, yeah, yeah. to be yeah, fair. Yeah. I think, um, and the reason why I'd say that is, well, partly why I say that, not to get too much into it, but it's just, it's the fact that we've all got it number one. I don't think that's happened yet. I'd have to go back, but I don't, I'm not sure we've all had a, mate, mate, was Kendrick all of our number ones last year? I don't know. But, um, uh, we, we had a, we always have a consensus for some reason, but I think sometimes it's undeniable, like the first awards where Lil Sims won everything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like I think, I think Nas was a debate won. last year, actually, as well. Yeah, I, I'm kind of sad that Nas fell to yeah. the place he did, but he just when you look at what the For rest real. of his list is full of, it's full of experimental. Do you know what I mean? Deep underground yeah. rap, and maybe that kind mm. of shows where we're mm. at, like yeah. listener wise. But I think it's been these a are the best albums to come out this year. I think there's definitely it's, been it's a clear. But I think well, I'm thinking now because, like I say, this is our third year doing this. I know 2021 there was quite a bit of debate around the album um, or not so, maybe not so much the album but there was for instance you had you had Sims that year you had Tyler with Call Me If You Get Lost you had Getz um, 
I think maybe King's disease too. So although we may have, like, Sims ended up winning it, but it was closer. And then even last year, I think Kendrick led it, but you had Jid, you had um, Loyal Kana, you had Conway. Do you know what I mean? It felt, whereas this is like, it's clear what the number one is, I think anyway. Um, mm. No, it's an incredible body of work, man. If, if there's anyone listening that's not checked it yet, this is the entry point for Billy Woods as well. Because I know we're saying it's quite obscure and abstract, but it's actually probably his most palatable project. And um, if you don't like this, just, just, don't, well. just don't listen to Billy Woods. But It is actually like, a, it's one of the albums that's got hard features too. Like Aesop Brock's one, Danny Brown's one. There's another oh. feature I can't remember which one I'm missing. Uh, There's one uh, other rap. Quelle Chris, Aesop Rock. Did you say Aesop Rock? Um, you said Aesop Rock, yeah. Uh, Maybe it's just them too, but I feel like... There's Quelle, Quelle Chris, is, um, yeah. Elucid. Well, Elucid's on mm. it as well, yeah. It, it's a really great like alternative rap scene. Mm. Mm. Magnum Opus. Phenomenal, man. Incredible story. I think it was you, Kieran, that coined the term. Well, not coined it, but you you used it earlier in the year. I think when we were talking about Arm and Hammer. It's... A, it's um, this is like auteurship. You know what I mean? This Come is on. this is beyond yeah. beyond what we normally get from uh, from from artists, I think. But uh, a term more used in the film world, of course. But the, I think it definitely applies here. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and number two. Now this is where we can get into it, getting you know into a bit more nitty gritty because we're not on a consensus with this. But the, the number two we've ended up with is uh, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown's album. Um, I mean, for me, I, I'm I, sorry. I, I'm going to say something real controversial. I don't think this album's that good, you know. <laughs> I really don't know. Whoa. Oh no, you can't be saying that. I don't think it's that good. No, That's why I didn't that. vote for it at all. Oh, I don't think. Can't be saying that. I couldn't get past some of the weird beats, man. Oh, the beats are man. weird. Like that's why I love it. I think it's a taste. It's a taste <laughs> thing, though. I do think JPEG Mafia sounds acquired taste, and I understand if someone's. Sorry, I had I'm to not, jump in to say, say that before you guys fanboyed on it. Carry on, carry on what you're saying. But for me, this album is a bit hard to listen to. I'm not trying to say you're struggling because I feel like that's, that's <laughs> condescending. But like, I do think it's, it is, um, it's like when you taste something bitter and it's like, I'm not sure if this is actually tasty food or not, but you've got to appreciate it differently. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But I listened to it once. I was like, yeah, that, that will do for me. And then ironically, <laughs> I, I had Danny Brown's album quite high up in my list because oh, I liked Danny yeah, Brown's album, that. but clearly you know for you lot this was where he was doing his best and maybe i didn't get a chance to listen to it because i was so <laughs> some of the beats were you know what i mean fucking rocking my skull like i was like i can't I, take I, this i genuinely think like this album has inspired me because i like i make music as well i think what, what's gone I <laughs> edit the fuck out of that <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe i'll continue <laughs> no carry on carry on yeah I, I was just gonna say i feel like this is I think JPEG Mafia is making a sound that's like unbelievably inspiring to like pushing what hip hop sounds like because this is like this is like this is better than all the glitchcore music I've heard as well like I, I know this falls into that glitchcore realm of like doing all these weird effects making it all trip out EQing whatever and all of that kind of stuff but I feel like JPEG's doing it in like a dif- disgusting way like if this is masterful what he's doing I think um, I think when Sean told me that he was trying something and then he says he's never going to try that again, I was like, yeah, please don't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so whatever that what? is. What's That's what you said. He said he was trying that a production not... style or something. No. And then he, he made it on a particular system. Um, yeah. Like, system. That is the most non-musical thing you could have said. He used a computer system, a computer device. It was an old, uh, one of the old beat makers I think he used. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I I feel what you you guys are saying, but it just was not there for me. John, it was for me is just the energy of this one. Like if, if Maps is the best album of the year, this is the hardest album of the year. 
And up until very recently, I had um, kind of segued into our number three, which is um, Arm & Hammer's We Buy Diabetic Test Strips. I had that there. And then I went back to this. And for me, this has got more replay value. It's just a mm. good time, man. Among many other things. But for me, I just... I, I've, it, it reminded me how much fun I had listening to it back when it came out in what April or whatever, whenever it was. Um, sorry, I missed some of what you were saying. I had some uh, some technical difficulties. So sorry if I'm repeating. No, cool. I, I was just I was just saying JPEGs bridging like a new a new way for what hip hop can sound like. Yeah, well, the yeah the sounds incredible. I mean, yeah, uh, people need to talk more about this guy's production and, and uh, what he's been doing for the last sort of. You could even say like eight to ten years, but yeah, this is this is incredible. And then Danny Brown, I mean, the charisma—that's the thing. You know, you may not have the the same level of content and and lyrical ability as what like a Woods has or an Elucid, but the it's just his presence. Do you know what I mean? I was I got for me. I remember when we first when it first came out. I think we all kind of said this is like back to Triple X times. He just had that energy, that hunger again. I felt. Um, yeah, so for me, this is the album that I probably have the most fun with this year. But um, We Buy Diabetic Test Strips, that was your second pick, Theo, that's ended up third overall. Um, what, how come it, it uh, landed so high for you? Oh, just because I, uh, I thought that album was incredible. I really did, even though, uh, obviously... It's an album where you have to sit and you have to, like, you have to take that in. I have to just literally find myself into a, put myself into a place where I've got no distraction and really taking what they're saying. But I just, as a, as a project and a body of work, I, I just loved it. It's not the thing with um, Can't Scare the. Yeah, I can't scare the. You flopped that name so bad. Let me start again. I don't know. I know I've flopped the name because I was saying to myself, it's definitely not like that. Anyway, anyway, starting again. <laughs> Which one? We're making a new board. Start. I'm gonna for the new year. I'm making a new board out of all these award cuts. <laughs> oh. Start that again. That's the new one. The new album <laughs> can't scare the. Whole... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the follow up. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Continue. Continue. Oh. oh, I'm not even going to repeat the album title because my my head just went. Basically, yeah. No, it's a hard album. I, I I loved it, but I found myself if I was really like rating album and concept and what it actually did when I sat down and listened, then um. We buy diabetic you know, test I, I respect that because I, I had it up originally, but like Sean said, it was just the way scaring the hose is just so hard. Like I had it with pain on my heavy speakers and I was like, these mm. beats are just, they're just exciting me in a different way. Trust me. Trust me. I mean, don't get me wrong. So it's, it's a production thing. Mm, it? It's not something I'm playing around many people. You know, it's not coming on at like. It would, oh, it would freak people yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think all of these albums would. Scaring <laughs> more than just the most. But, yeah. but um, it was just that replay value. Because, yeah, We Buy Diabetes Test Strip, there's so much in there, to, especially to return to. And But I agree with you, Phil. You kind of, you got to sit down in one go with it, really. Um, and, yeah, incredible body of work. But, yeah. This is the one I described as a movie because it feels like, do you know like when you're watching those deep, deep films like Scorsese ones or Kubrick and it's like, if you look away, you're going to miss what's happening in the film or like you won't understand how all the threads are mm. going to connect exactly. at a certain point. It's, yeah. it's crazy. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so number four out of five was um, or is Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist Voir. Dyer? You know what? I'm really sad about this because I actually out of everything on this list, this is the album I listen to the most. But it's just mm-hmm. if we're you know trying to rank things and rate things, and I know you know spoiler alert in the new year we're not really trying to rank and rate things. We're more so trying to discuss them. This this album's probably the. The one that I was like, oh, yeah, this is a really good project. Like, you know, I'm going to listen to this for not the rest of my life like that. But you know I mean, I'll be playing it forever because the beats on mm. that, you know, amazing. Do you think? The beats on that are amazing. And Alchemist <laughs> is on a bit of a run. Oh, I'm oh, sure, man. Keep it quiet, man. Keep right, this right. tepid energy quiet. Whoa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I just, I really liked what I did. And it... it I don't know. I watched. I've watched the most kind of uh, content around it. So I've watched like interviews. Oh, you two are just ruining my thing. Fuck you. Bro. Sorry, sorry. No, Tom, I actually agree. I agree with everything you're saying, man. I love this album. So no, much. you shut up. Everyone, shut up now. Right, so, uh, no, I, I do because I've got the proof. If everyone sees my Spotify rap, the Caliphate is number one. You must have had that, oh, that song. Bangs. Trust me, the album's only been out like three days. Yeah, I did. It was uh, what? Yeah. I know, 162 times I played that song. Like, I was mucking How about, you listen man. to a song 162 times? full time. Yeah, because I love it. The song is... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That song banged. Oh, it's just um, unbelievable. The album's incredible. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, Giggle Squad. What yeah. have you guys got to say about this project? Me, Wait, me and Theo, no, I've got gonna... a head screwed on. You two are moving crazy. Well, look, look, well first of all, what, Kieran, what energy did you say I was bringing? I missed it. <laughs> I don't know. Tepid. tepid. I don't tepid know. Tepid energy. Um, like you're just like dancing around a bit. No, no, no. I'm letting. I'm letting him say. You killed Theo. Theo is um, dying. He's choking on chicken bones. <laughs> that is a strange word. Um, no, because I remember when we did our review that we all kind of said that there was no real like standout track, and that both of them. No, were but Sean, out. Sean, that that was that was the shitty version on that random website. Oh, this God, Gala, different. Gala ruined Gala's us. one yeah. was trash, you know. I'm not gonna lie, like I know I was rating it high, but it, it's not it. Like this. This Spotify one's. I didn't even get to listen to the album all the way through on Gala because it kept cutting out and, and closing down. For I didn't real. get a chance. When we, listened, when we, we did that review, it. I, exactly. When we did that review, I'd heard like three quarters and another half, then the last three. Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and a ping, uh, sorry, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. can change the That's what I'm yeah. say, the Spotify one has change. caliphate. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Guys, I'm just asking questions, man. You ain't got you gotta relax. <laughs> just, nah. just asking questions. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh Nas and Hitboy, Magic Free, number five. Does anyone want to talk about that one? It's a good album, but compared to what's above it, it's not an example of where the scene's at right now. It's just it's just a goat doing goat shit. It ended up there. I, I don't even know how. Is it because of me? Oh, man, oh, you, could have, you could have said it better though. That, that's actually it. Yeah. It'd be like if Jay-Z dropped an album, it'd probably make this list somehow if it was half decent. You know, it's it's just... <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so true. <laughs> it'd be rude to deny it. Come on now. Yeah. You're right. Sean is also tepid energy. Man, it's I feel like, Theo, you're the biggest Nas fan here. What are you saying? No, I'm the biggest Nas fan here because on that Spotify wrapped again, it was 0.01%. What? what? I've never heard that before. I've never seen that on anyone's rap before. Two decimal points in. That's me. 
Yeah, two decimal point zero point zero one. Yeah, it's a one. <laughs> you're I'm you're that, like Nas Stan. Nas yeah. is gonna come visit you in person one day. That's how yeah, much I you're listening to. You're, you're paying that number. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust call me. that number. They oh, left yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, no, I oh, know. And I've got them on speed dial. No, that album's that album's fire. But if I'm being honest to myself, then those albums above it are better it's just facts really but uh, i can't slate the album i revisited it after not listening to it for a while and it's still it's still amazing mm, when you listen impeccable. to it yeah yeah cool. yeah and i think the funny thing is i think nas is actually on a trajectory to make probably one of the greatest rap albums ever it probably next year or in the next two years you know if he's if everything's all right with him and all that kind of stuff so it'd be interesting to see where the magic three actually sits in the grand scheme of of nas's kind of I guess it's like what's the, what's that thing called when you do a moonlight tour? You know when you just kind of finish in or oh, whatever yeah. it means Twilight? sundown, something like that. Yeah, he's on he's on his way out, but not in a bad way. Like he's he's going. He's like Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl and then retiring. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, big time. Okay, so that's our top five. Um, there's a few noticeable picks that from our individuals that didn't make. It. I guess the main one to talk about is Danny Brown Quaran. How do you say that word? Is it Quarantana? Quarantana. Um, Quarantana. There's a woman in the beginning says it like on repeat. That's how I knew how to say it. <laughs> but Sam, for you, that was, uh, that, was, that was number two on your list. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I'm just a big Danny Brown fan. I've always been a big Danny Brown fan. And when I clocked what's going on, I was like, wow, I've been listening to Danny Brown for over a decade and he's never popped off. Like he's never hit the mainstream, but he's always been bar a few bits here and there he's always been great and interesting and i feel like you know how adele has the albums done by the years and whatever else and that kind of thing this is like his you know documenting of his life and i, I like the the content of what he was saying in this the, when he was talking about gentrification and his own kind of personal development and what it's like to be 40 now it's, it's interesting it's interesting to see him progress because there's a lot of rappers that have said or was it was it Andre 3000 who said like if you're over 30 you shouldn't be rapping or some old man rappers or some shit like that I don't know but yeah Danny Brown's Danny Brown's aging, aging like fine wine for me so I'm really uh, I'm really kind of sad that he didn't get any kind of attention from you lot but that's that's cool that's that's, that's actually that's, that's too much of a generalisation <laughs> <laughs> um, the one thing the, the positive thing I'll say is that I felt like um, there was it was a on the many tracks on or some tracks on there. Sorry, there was a very different Danny Brown to what we got on the the JPEG um, collab. I think that, mm. and we'll, we'll you know we'll come to best rapper at some point. But um, that's what impressed me is that we got two quite different Danny Browns in the same year. I mean, two albums in general is incredible to me, but um, this one gives you a very different vibe, a very personal and vulnerable album as well but yeah I, I don't know sometimes for me it's uh, you know what I'm like it takes me a, sometimes a bit of time to to really get into an album it only come out what three weeks ago so that's probably why it's not landed in the top five for me but it's certainly in that sort of top 10 conversation I'd say for the year I, I'd want to say like it's, I didn't pick it for song of the year but you know that's just because the, the list was already stacked but Jen's traffic vacation mm. banger mm. banger that beat everything the way he's attacking that beat that's what made this album kind of mm -hmm. jump up there. That, that the first six songs for me, amazing. The mm. other five, six, whatever, you know, mm. uh, they're more vibey. I would say. Yeah, 
But I think Danny Brown needs to get his his respect. Like he's not top ten rappers out right now, but he's still in that top list of you know maybe twenty. Mm. Mm. And uh, on my list, I had No Name Sundial at number four. Um, I thought we cancelled No Name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we remind me because. Um, who who when we had when we did the review did who else scored it pretty high? Or very? I think, I think we, we all, we all did, did, didn't we? I, I, d- I definitely did. I scored yeah. everything. I, I know I enjoyed it. <laughs> I remember Kieran pulling me up. He was like, yeah. "I thought you said this was the album you needed at that time." I was like, "I don't even remember." Yeah. <laughs> so Kieran, what's um, what uh, what what kind of change for you? I guess how come it's not um, in your? Do you know, part? I feel like I feel like this album didn't have the legs. <clears throat> for me like it it was good in the moment and it felt like wow we needed this moment uh this album at this moment maybe it was a bit of a drought kind of period and it was nice to hear like i know i hate to do this but like hearing another female rapper like coming out and like they're really good as well but um yeah i don't know something about it like it, there's a few tracks though like i'll say like gospel for example it's, it's, i think it was like fifth on my most played songs this year like i i, I love that song I feel like the album just felt like a chore. I, I found it feels really rude to say. But wow. It kind of, yeah. So when you said no legs, I understand. No, no name, no legs. Jesus. Um, when you, <laughs> when you said uh, that the thing about legs, I, I, I get what you mean because something that I've realized is that I don't want to sound entitled with this, but she'd been gone a long time and it's, it's quite a brief album. There's not, a, uh, there's not mm. really tons there. Although there is like, you know, she, she's, Talk, she's saying a lot of stuff um it's yeah I, f- I feel like with after about a month or so i can understand why some people might be like oh, okay i've kind of digested enough for this now and it's not really going to stand the test of time i think for me there's just certain songs in there like aesthetically just the, the sound of her music is just right up my street and i think that's why it still mm. continues to to kind of live on and, and be in my rotation and why it ended up in my list yeah no it feels like the like common b is that kind of vibe isn't it the, yeah the yeah. best song on there is actually the shortest song as well which is yeah. quite annoying which one i think it's called yeah, this might be the interlude that? or something oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one's potentially actually, yeah, the interlude that, that, that song is yeah that song's amazing um any others people want to mention i know there's a few there's a few others doja cat Oh, Doja Cat's album. I don't even know how to describe it because she hits some of those vibes where it's like this is typical Doja Cat, like Agora Hills. But then songs like Paint the Town Red and uh, the one where she's like, Look at me, look at me. They still lost the two. Oh, yeah, that sounds crazy yeah. on so many of the tracks. So, like, she's saying one of these tracks, she just like ends a track with like 10 or 20 different like ad lib like repetitions. And it's, it's, it's weird. I can't remember which Demons one. Demons as well. I don't know what's going on with that, but boy, that song does something to my to my brainstem. I don't <laughs> even know what it does. <laughs> she's, yeah, I think Doja Cat needs more respect. She's a great artist and she has, mm. she's been in the game well over 10 years. Like, it's funny that she's popped too. off now. Huh? Like yeah. the, when, like I think her story is interesting and like how she addresses it. Like I listened to her. She said some. Like I heard it's bad the other day. Like that she did on the album. I she said like I listened to her old stuff. I wasn't feeling it, so I went. I decided to go harder, something like that. And you really feel it on this album. Like she's, it's she's not the same person as that. Planet if you Earth. listen to the first song I heard of hers from SoundCloud days in 2013 or 2012, so high. That song 
is mm. what I would de- genuinely call an eternal banger. Like it's got everything you need to play that whenever. Not when I say whenever, I don't mean like in the club or whatever, but like that song for like chilling or if you're smoking or whatever you're into, if you want to just vibe out and the sun's out, <laughs> yeah. play So High by Doja Cat. It's banging. She used but, to make stoner music for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now she's, she's honestly, I think she should be rated as a, a great rapper up there with Nicki Minaj. And I would be interested to hear her do a song with the likes of Ice Spice or a Nicki Minaj. I agree. That would be phenomenal. Phenomenal if she did do that. Honestly, his uh, energy in this whole album that it just blows me away. I remember you saying something about her cadence, Theo. Like how much? Mm. Oh, ca- yeah, yeah, just oh, it's just phenomenal. Her, her cadence, her flows, it's just her um, her deli- uh, But it's a delivery for me. Her delivery on the. the- the way she's saying certain bars is just like, it, it grabs you. It doesn't just like, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm just listening to something. She grabs your attention, excuse uh, excuse the pun, but she just does not muck about at all. And I, I, I thought that album was phenomenal. I think the really. funniest thing about this all as well is she doesn't sound like she's trying to be anybody else. She's 100% yeah. herself. So I know, I know Sean hasn't listened to the album yet and probably won't ever listen to it, but listeners out there, if you haven't listened to Doja Cat's album, Scarlet, it's, it's worth a listen. It's... <laughs> It's poppy, Sean, but it's good. Throw me under the bus. It's Jesus. I threw um, you right under the bus. <laughs> I was going to say, Sean, did you want to talk about Mike? I feel like we should speak about this album. He raps offbeat. End of discussion. No, no. I'm not <laughs> nah, it's actually the opposite, man. That's sen- that century's a, an anomaly. But um, I'll quickly just say... It's what- like MF Doom. Sam, MF Doom catches the weirdest pockets as well. He's he's technically rapping offbeat. There was no the pocket. That was all skirt. Anyway, go on, Sean. Well, I was just going to say, quick, like, just quickly, on mine, I had uh, Navy Blue Ways of Nine as number five. I'll be honest, that's probably a very biased pick. It's just, uh, other than Maps, it's my favourite rap album of the year. Resonated deeply. Um, mm. Yeah, check that one out if you want to hear some very sort of poetic, vulnerable, uh, get you in introspective uh, raps. Yeah, some, some beautiful production as well. But yeah, Mike, Burning Desire. I mean, yeah, you all know I'm a big fan of Mike. I'm glad, I'm glad um, Kieran's on the, on the wave as well. Do you, want to, do you want to talk about Kieran? Because you've got it as uh, number five on yours. Oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> that was like <laughs> a last Joe, minute. I even know. No. Do you know what? It was, it was a last minute decision for me because I was, I just got really gassed like in the past week because it it's quite a recent album as well. And he makes the kind of music that takes a while to digest. I remember like even the end of last year he had, oh, what was that album called? What? beware monkey. the monkey bureau of the monkey or something monkey, like that yeah. yeah and even i think that was in my top five as well because it just he has these like earworm kind of flows and just songs as well like i i, I explained i think i might have said this in person or on the podcast i can't remember but he makes this these kind of albums that like feel like you're just listening to the radio and like every song mm-hmm. is like the tracks like swift switching to like what's the next hot thing yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah. and um it all feels like super relevant to like that alchemist sound but i don't know like it's, it's light music as well which are like i feel like alchemist always always makes these like well not always but like often makes these dark kind of tones mm-hmm. but mike stuff's very like feel good like stuff it, it's also like I, I listened to it thinking like this is the kind of album that earl kind of wishes he could he, he would make but like mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not trying to like hate on it but it's it feels like what earl's trying to do yeah, well, listen. I think Earl's been quite vocal that the the sort of shift in his sound to you know from pre some rap songs to then was very influenced by Mike and his crew and what they were doing. I think sometimes people think that Mike is like I don't know, you know, not copying but riding on Earl style. It's kind of I'd say it's more of a fifty fifty split. 
Um, yeah, listen, Mike, Mike's music is, is is a vibe, man. It's just sometimes I don't even understand what he's saying. I feel like his, no, his I, voice never is more of, a, <laughs> more of an instrument and he's like, he sticks so much to schemes that it's like, it's almost like percussion to me. Um, it's, yeah, he's, he's incredible. Hopefully we, um, we uh, hear more of him in the new year. But okay, so rap album of the year, we've got Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel with Maps. So the next category is Best Beat. This was trickier. This was trickier to um, to, to mm. tally up the scores. But let me just quickly run through our our top five. So at number five, we've got Earl Sweatshirt and The Alchemist, The Caliphate, produced by The Alchemist. We've got number four, Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel, Hangman, produced by Kenny Siegel. Um JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown at number three with Guess What We Back. Um, number two. We've Sorry, got what Mi- was that word? Because I'm trying to Google it and I don't know what that other, guess what? Listen, man, I'm trying to be respectful to our to our mothers and sisters out here. So we'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mick Jenkins at number two with Guapanese, produced by Stoic and Culture. And then number one, best beat of the year, according to the grey area, is Drake, 8am in Charlotte. With a few production credits, most notably Conductor Williams, but also Mario. Conductor, Lucciano. we have a problem. I'm trying to do the board. <laughs> Let me not do that, actually. Mario Luciano, Jason Wall, and Conductor Williams. <laughs> you were trying to act like there were no. Yeah, that was rude. That was rude. Um, there's a few of them. There's three of them. There's three of them. Okay, so yeah, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. I'm not mad at that. It weren't my top, my, my number one. It was in my top five, not my number one, but I'm not mad at that. Does anyone want to talk about that beat? I think that beat just hits different. It's it's up there with the what's that lemon pepper, mm. whatever yeah, that one, one is. Ones. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Drake yeah, sometimes picks out these beats yeah. that are absolutely insane, and this is one of those. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like an annual thing. Definitely, like every couple of years, Drake will hop on something that's just um, yeah, is incredible. Yeah, if I'm if I'm being honest, I I I I would I didn't vote this to be the top beat of the year. My top beat of the year was Guapanese by uh, Mick Jenkins because I think that beat's absolutely crazy. But that's an incredible beat. That yeah, is, that, this, that this is. Phenomenal. I'm not mad at this one being there. I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm not no, mad at it. I'm not, no, mad. I'm, I'm not mad at it. It was. It wasn't my top either, but I can't be mad at it because it's just. It's um, it sets the scene so well for Drake to do what he needs to do on that song. So it, it, it's it's brilliant, mm-hmm. and it's good to see conductor doing his thing on there. Obviously, the other producers are there as well, but that getting that Griselda link up. It's, it's a phenomenal beat. There's not much more to say mm. about it, really. Yeah, yeah. And you can feel what it evokes out of Drake as well. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what, though? I'm Like I say, I'm like, I'm not mad that it's our number one. But like Sam, I did have... Guapanese was my number two. Um, where One of you said that um, it sets the, sets the scene or, it, you know, gets something out of Drake. For me, Guapanese like, is, is transporting. That is some hypnotic... Uh, it's yeah I'm struggling for words a little bit but that one for me especially in that lane I feel like they're kind of similar in, in certain ways I, I, I'm probably not explaining it very well but Guapanese for me has just got that extra oh, there's something about it man and I think it's do you know what it maybe is it. as well it, feel, it feels like a place yeah and but but this is more to do with the performance of Mick I think it's that juxtaposition of how like smooth and calm the beat is and then he's like shouting on there Mm. Like, and doing all this nope. shit. That's <laughs> all this wild too. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, um, Can I ask you, Sean? Yeah. Why is it? Why they both seem to have ten points? What's what's the reason for the order? 
just how the maths worked out. The so the order for that one was well, the think, maths is the same. I think uh, <laughs> so. So someone would have ranked it. We probably all ranked it higher, even though the maths made it add up to yeah. be Mick Jenkins oh, coming okay. in like that. Okay. But so the, he probably would have gone in and be like, oh, this one's three, that one's two, there, that one's three, okay, that one's no, two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's still ten, but yeah. this is more the than someone doing a five and then another five and then a one. Do you know what I mean, Sean, Sean hmm. does his do, don't come for Sean. Like, he does his job. <laughs> you had to back it. The reason yeah, Sean, um, give us a sound for the new board. Give us a, a retort to that. The the, the what? The you, tepid retort? What are we doing here? Like the, there we go. Listen to go. too much boards out. Um <laughs> Uh, what was I saying? I was answering Kieran. Yeah, the, the reason why is because everyone picked 8 a.m. and only, and I say only, three of us picked um, Guapanese. I think Guapanese oh, didn't fall in yours. So that's why. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's why 8 a.m. is so You make a good point, but he did actually score the same. But yeah, that was why Drake ended up on top with that one. Um, so number three is Peggy and Danny Brown with Guess What? We back. Um, it, that from, like personally, that is that's not the best beat on that album. But... Oi, supporting! No, 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 no. no, no. no the boys back. back. The boys back. This is not it. Oh, yeah. the <laughs> no, what you mean? What, what's what's not it? Why what, what, could you what? send in for my take? No, because I I voted for that as well. That's why it's up here. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on your side. I I'm, thought I'm you. Not, I'm, I was oh, next to what Sean was saying. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking, what's going on when you say it's not the best beat? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm. I'm I want to watch. I want to ask what about that one is what edges it for you because we spoke about Peggy's production and how um, how like, phenomenal it is so what, what is it about that one that you two uh, rate so highly I mean the bit the beat is absolutely phenomenal like just like with all the sounds and how he just like sets it up oh I, I'm sorry if we're going with like just what you put picked out of the album this beat is far superior to that that beat that's all I'm saying this beat bangs like you're going you're getting a screw face straight away the way it's getting that sort of phone ch- phone phone ring sort of thing and then it just goes boom and then you're like yeah i'm feeling that and then he levels it out and then danny's just coming in killing that the beat is phenomenal i'm sorry that was number one for me that's what i've got to say Woo! i don't <laughs> have anything to add you know um, so the the one that i that i picked was the title track from the album the, re- the reason why i went for that one is is do you know, I feel like at the minute in, in hip-hop, there are a number of artists, especially in the mainstream um, sort of area of the culture that are cr- producing this sort of noise rap sound or like music and, and aesthetics that are influenced by punk and heavy rock and industrial sounds and things like that. And no one's doing it like Peggy is. And for me, that beat is kind of, is is the pinnacle of that sound from what I've heard in recent years. It's everything from like the claps at the beginning to that bass when it comes in, the way the beat mm. builds. I don't know how he's making that out-of-tune saxophone or that horn sound hard, but he does. Um, there's something else. There's another element to that beat that I'm forgetting because I'm just, my brain's fucked right now. But um, that was it for me. It's just that, like, it's it's capturing this sound and this aesthetic that is popular today and doing it way better than anything I'm hearing. Um, and and it's catchy as fuck. And I don't know. You know what, Sean? I, I actually had Scare in the Hose as well. And also Perfect, because Perfect guesses me. But I changed it to Guess What, Bitch We Back. Because when that EP dropped, the DLC pack, 
I was just so gassed. Like, I feel like it, it just evoked some feelings in me that I don't Trust know. Like, me. I wasn't That's expecting it. That beat I, was, I wasn't The beat gets you gassed. It's just cut. It just come. Me. It's the way it comes in. It, the way it comes in, like nicely. Like, what's this? And then it just that mm. it just drops, and you're like, the energy totally, you get from that beat actually, is incredible. <laughs> so your guess is making me laugh. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I totally it's incredible. Get what Sean never... is saying because like it reminds me of like um when DJ Premier made "Come Clean" for Jerry the Damager. It's like it's just changing the way you hear mm. certain sounds yeah. in hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a solid beat. I'll, I'll give it its flowers, but I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm going on feeling. And I, I, that, the feeling like, was mad. Scaring the hoses. The, the feeling for guess back, guess what? I can't even get the words right because that beat is just too phenomenal. That's all I'm can't saying. Can't scare the hoses. saying, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the last thing I've said is fair enough that like, there's so many beats from that album that, is, that are incredible. But I think I've heard, I mean, there's there's other beats on that album that sound a bit like that with the glitchy sounds and and the, the the tempo and things like that. In fact, Peggy's done it throughout his career, whereas this one, the title track, I've not really heard that. There's something about that one that just has, has stuck with me. But yeah. It's what, just what a scary, milkshake man. one. That's why, that's why I took that. it off. <laughs> yeah, the milkshake <laughs> one's in that, for me, is in that similar category to guess what? I think that, yeah, which I love, but it just, yeah, just, just what to me it wasn't the best, but it's, you know, it's each to their own. So number four, we had um, Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel, Hangman. Kind of staying in that abstract realm. Sam, do you want to chat about it? (laughs) That beat is crazy. I'm surprised more people didn't vote that beat. That beat is nuts. Like, it sounds like a scary night. It's literally, it haunts you. Mm -hmm. I I can't describe, like, just please, please, listener, pause the podcast. If you're already this far in, then you're a true fan, so you'll come back. Pause the podcast. Listen to Hangman Hangman by Billy Woods. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds dusty and there's this weird like bassy kind of horn it's like yeah. banger absolute banger you can't you can't make beats better than that for me a beat that has a feeling as opposed to just sound banging yeah this is a weird one because it's there's it's quite sparse in terms of like there's a lot of space but there's actually tons going on you've got that harp that comes in you've got that car like an engine or like a horn yeah <laughs> There's a, there's a lot there's so much to it again a bit like the previous beat I was talking about it's just there's some stuff that I've just not really heard before or at least not done that well um, and it's in, incredibly atmospheric like you're saying yeah I think I think it's what yeah definitely one of the best beats of the year um, another round that's, that's one of those of incredible production on it though well it's one of those things as well like if rapping is all about the bars yeah this is like about letting the bars breathe breathe do you know what I mean mm. not too much tonal content nothing mm. to compete with the vocal like that barely any drums to drive rhythm it's like i think if if sway was to play this on the fire things of death i think there's very few rappers that would be able to do anything to this because they'd be like what the fuck is this sound you can't it's the pockets that billy woods is finding i was actually about to say it's because you said that like i feel like this is the best kind of beat for billy woods because he i think asap rocky would have a good time on this as well though (laughs) what would he do though He'd just do some of his weird old, like remember when he was like on his like oh, purple swag ASAP. stuff? It feels mm. like that. It feels oh, trippy yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm. That's a mm, that's, that's cool. an interesting shout, you know. Mm. But yeah, I think? don't know. No, For me, I, I, I don't know how high I ranked this, but I think I ranked it pretty high. That because I, I really liked this beat. Me I was number you, three. For no, it's a, it's a, no, it's a, it's a very good beat. I almost made my top five. I won't lie to you because that beat is just it's. Uh, it sits this category perfectly. was so hard um, to rank, though. I think like, it was. I, I was really struggling. Well, I had to. I had to let something slide so I could put them higher up in other categories. I was like, there's no way I can have the same 
song or the same artist number one everywhere because it, it's not that type of year. It's not 2021. It's it's not a big year <laughs> in that regard where someone yeah. can come through and sweep up. I had to, you know, I had to make some tough decisions. But Hangman, honestly, I I suggest everyone listen to that beat. And if you don't like that beat, you're you're in some weird place. Just yeah, me, help, me and you had it at number three, Sam. Me and you had it. Bro, the beat will put you in a weird place as well. <laughs> yeah, facts. that's that's facts. And in the final out of the five is the Caliphate by Earl and L. So, um, oh, I, I, I think that beat's phenomenal. That beat is phenomenal. Oh my! Alchemist has had so many me. good beats this year as well. Oh. But this one was it. Jesus. Why? It feel? feels like you're floating <laughs> above a cloud. Nah, <laughs> oh, the tepid energy. It's not tepid. Oh, why? It's not tepid. It's, I'm asking because why? I love the energy. <laughs> no, but you're taking it as if I'm saying it's not. I'm just asking you to explain because I well, like your I, energy. This, this is, energy is cool, yeah. but you're not actually saying what what makes it. I think okay. this is one of those beats here that people will hear no. and they want to rap on it too because the way Vince Trust is rapping, me, the way Vince is rapping is crazy. He's like, son of Ramona. No. Hey, listen, that beat, it opens you up. <laughs> it's phenomenal. <laughs> no, I, I tell you, I'll break, I'll break, I'll break down the beat. Thank it's, you. Is it, there, is there a lot going on? No, it's just, it's just an, it, it's simple, but oh my goodness me, this beat sets the, the tone for you to just go off. And the way Vince is just rapping is just incredible. It just makes me just want to go to the studio and just bust, I don't know, bust the 300 bars like the game or something, man. This beat just sets a dark tone that you're just like, Ugh. the alchemist gets that sound where you're just, that hunger is coming out from you. Like, yeah, man, that rapper wants to come out. Dun, 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 dun. Just go, ah. That beat is phenomenal, man. I that's wanted to be straight gangster. That's, that's yeah. probably why I've played the Caliphate like 169 times. Yeah. And yes, I probably haven't answered your question, but that's... No, no, you have, Theo. Theo, you that was a Theo. hard answer, though. Feel. Yeah, you ain't got to be defensive, man. I'm I'm only asking the question. I'm just trying to get responses. No, he's not being defensive. He's just... He's, that's emotion. No, I'm not being defensive. He's bringing that's the a, energy to the that, podcast. That's just me coming at... Okay. Um, I think I put it in my top <laughs> five as well. <laughs> I said, okay. Any other, uh, any other beats that people had in their individual? No, sure. Why are you moving like a retail worker? We're like, okay, that's something I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I want a refund. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your receipt? You don't have it. Okay. <laughs> oh Were there any other beats that anyone is feeling? That were in the individuals that didn't make the Hold overall on. top five. I put Travis Scott lost forever. I'm so surprised. That beats no rubbish, this. Kieran. <laughs> Nothing oh, on the album is beat of the year. Wow. Oh, man. No. <laughs> I, I want to say oh, no. someone who I'm going to say later, but Ants Live. Oh. Ants Live did a remix of a song that J. Cole sampled on. Um, Oh, what's it called? Bro, he's he, not a producer, he just rapped but... over the same beat, let's be real. It's not it the same beat. It has a, a different vibe. <laughs> oh, everyone's on some stuff today. <laughs> it feels like the old days where we're just here no. to cuss each other. <laughs> it was the way you interrupted my monologue, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Go off, go off, King. Do your thing. <laughs> oh, my guy. Wait, I need to compose myself. We'll be like Joe Budden's podcast. We're not going to be here next year if we keep getting at each other like this. I... <laughs> I like, I like Utopia, and I like Travis Scott's sound. So I thought this was cool how it, like, combines with Alchemist's sound really well too. Like, I feel like Alchemist's music always has these specific set of sounds. Sometimes he does like that banger kind of stuff with the beats and the bass and stuff, but generally it's this like thin, 
textual stuff. And then I, I love the combination that the synths that Travis adds in and also James Blake's kind of vibes as well. But yeah. Nice, nice. Um, I Fair know there's point. a couple beats from uh, from Magic Free on here as well. Theo or Kieran, you want to talk about yeah. those? Or? Oh, Japanese soul oh, bar is yeah. phenomenal. Oh, that, that, yeah, the transitions in that, that beat that <laughs> is unbelievable. Absolutely yeah, unbelievable. That, that sax, the, the way mm-hmm. he transitioned to that saxophone is impeccable. I'm sorry. That's why I had that number two on my list because it's just, and, and then even transitioning into the end sound where it got you that like, sort of throwback, like right back into the 90s when you hear like Nas at young age. I thought that beat was. Yeah, have you seen Nas's reaction as well? It's so crazy. Yeah, no, yeah, Nas is like, oh my god, this is just what is At this? At this beat? stage of it's their just... collab as well, Hip Boy's still shocking him like that. Yeah, exactly, man. That's that's. I was gonna, I was Both gonna vote for that, beats. but I don't know. Speechless was just like hitting my heart. Something I think it's because no, it kind of feels like Speechless too. It feels like um Memory Lane in a way, but. Oh, 100%. I, don't know. I feel like I, I would say like that song, I prefer it in a way as well. I don't know if it's a recency thing, but something about the way Nas is coming on that as well. Like every, everything's just perfect. And the flutes, I love it. Fair cool. enough. Cool, cool. Okay, so best beat of the year goes to Drake with AAM in Charlotte. Next category is best producer. <laughs> so, sorry, the board's a bit behind. <laughs> it's catching up. All good. It's all good. Um, where are we? Okay, best producer. Right. So we've only got four picks for this one. Just because I only made one entry. Let me, <laughs> so I think if we could maybe like we could set up a poll and ask listeners to uh, tell us what their favorite rap beat of 2023 is, and that might fit in that little slot for us. But I'll run through our four. So number four, we got Kenny Siegel. Number three, we got Hit Boy. Number two is JPEG Mafia. And number one is The Alchemist. Um, okay. Who had the Alchemist number one? Remind me. me. <laughs> that's, all, that's the only pick I put down. I was like, I've listened to more Alchemist this year than I have when we were doing like beat battles and all that kind of shit. Like I listened to a lot of Alchemist then, but this year, literally new music wise, I've probably listened to like over a hundred hours of Alchemist. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I'm listening to this album that many times, into that project and he's there. Do you know what I mean? Alchemist is, is, well, obviously his output's always been insane, but this year, especially when he went into his producer rapper bag, some of them songs are decent, but the beats mm. are always hard, so it's prolific. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the thing think, is, the quality uh, uh, of the music is his best. Yeah, that's he's the ever insane done thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Arguably, I was going to try to put him in the Hall of Fame, but I thought let's let's let him keep going. Mm-hmm. He's not a Hall of Fame, but you can't put someone who's still mm. competing in the Hall of Fame type thing. So, mm. yeah, which is me, mad to say someone that's been around for twenty-five to thirty years. Yeah, he's yeah. a veteran in the game. Mm. If if you want to look to a producer that's the best, it's him. Never fallen off. But, you got to think about like comparing him to his, like contemporaries, I guess like Timberland, Neptunes, all of that, like they, they're kind of like dissipated. Nah, nah he's, 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 cause the thing is with, with, with Alchemist, and this is something that's not a slight, it's just the truth. He's limited in his genre. He does hip hop boom bap really, really well. Like he does, mm. Timberland can do a pop track. He can do this. He can do that. Pharrell can do, but like they can't make an Alchemist beat. They could try, but they would never be able to. I've just quickly run through some of his credits just to kind of give him some light. So we got um, the Slipping Into Darkness track with Hit Boy. That was a cool moment. Um, the Great Escape with Larry June. Mm, Flying High EP. There's a lo- uh, credit on Lost Forever, which Kieran just spoke about. The album with Earl. Faith is a Rock with Mike and uh, Wiki. 
Tanta on uh, Danny Brown's That's album. That's an amazing beat. Yeah, incredible. Reminded me of uh, Rare Chandeliers, you know, the, the mixtape he did with Action Ooh. Bronson. Um, Flying High Part 2 and Wickman on um, Scary Hours Part 3. Oh, Wickman is so, so crazy. It's, there's a range there. <laughs> Wickman is... There's a range there as well. So, I, I'm, I mean, you all know I love Alchemist. So, I'm, I'm not mad he's top at all. Um, for me, though, I, I I'm looking, I think Kira you had Peggy as well as, uh, as number one. I think, I think for me, it's just that I, there's, there's no one really making music like that. I think his, like I say, his production has gone under the radar, I think, for a while. And, but I do think he elevated this year. And it wasn't just, you know, the album with Danny Brown. There was the way he kind of was the, 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 the backbone of, of the Arm & Hammer album too. And I'm trying to think if there were some other credits, but off the top of my head, I can't. But I just think, so, I know that the there's maybe not as much um, output as The Alchemist, but it's incredibly, um, it's just incredibly, what's the word? Uh, unique and um, progressive for me, that what he does. So um, that's why he's Ingenuitive, I would use that word. Like, I've, I've, he just inspired me so much this year. So I had to put him number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of got a consensus of Hit Boy at number three. Um, uh, do you know what, actually? Uh, today and then just talking, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, oh, is, Ke- is it Kenny Siegel over Hit Boy this year? Or am I, am I bugging I feel like it is. But I didn't even bother to you put an what? entry that's in because I just said, shout. I need Alchemist to get there. That's all I needed. Mm-hmm. That's, the thing that's is, not Hit a Boy's bad got shout, output, though. though. Hit Boy's got the output. Mm. And I think that's probably what pushed it up. If I'm being honest as well, I have not listened to any Kenny Siegel beats other than maps. So I can't just, for one project, especially when it's not like a, when I say a body of work, like, you know what I mean? It's not like a, I don't have to describe it. It's not like how Inflow was going in 2021. It's, it's good. Arguably it's great, but it's not like above what Hit boy has been up to the last, what, 10, 12 months. You know I think, what I, mean? it, I think it's a bit disrespectful. Let's be real. Like Hit boy has got, what he did on Magic 2 as well, pushing all of those different genres and patterns and, and stuff for Nas. He did some stuff with Griselda. I'm not sure if it was this year or late last year. Some of that Griselda stuff was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, he's meant to have that project with Benny as well coming up. Mm. He's he's done a, he's done a, quite a lot of uh, bits and he's obviously got his own album. He's got the two albums. It's not, mm. it's, um, I think it's it Surfer Drown and Surfer Drown part, uh, part two and some of the beats on that are, are really, really good as well. Yeah, Hit Boy is uh, a consistent guy, but the, the main problem I have right now with trying to push up uh, Kenny Siegel is that it's just volume in it. If we're looking at Alchemist and he's number one, somehow JPEG Mafia's got up there for, I guess, volume as well. But again, Hit Boy's volume, Kenny Siegel's quality, you know, if we're talking about best of the year he's 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 up there do you know what i mean kenny siegel's at number four not bad i'm assuming that's why i edged hit boy over him was just the the output but um thinking about like my reasoning for because peggy hasn't put out probably anywhere near as much as alchemist has but but edged it for me and i think i'm i'm starting to feel sim- i mean it's look they're all in the they're all in the top five it's not really a big deal but i feel with i think with kenny siegel what he did with maps especially but there's he's got the track on um Oh God, who is it? Uh, Open Mike Eagles album as well. There's a posse cut on there. Beats hard. Total Recall off the Arm and Hammer album as well. So there's there, there's a bit of range there. But what he's doing on that maps is just there's it's just stuff that some of it's like I've not heard before, and that that I really value that. It's someone that's like mm. moving the needle and doing something that's kind of uh, progressive and 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 unique. I would love to know how he makes what he makes 
because yeah. that is not like what Alchemist is doing or what Hit Boy is doing. Like, how do you make these beats? Do you hear the raps first mm. and make it, or do you just make it and go, "This is it"? Like, go off. Like, yeah, yeah. he he's definitely the most unique person on this list because yeah. I don't think anybody's got the same workflow or style as him when it comes to creating. Mm. Whereas with Hit Boy, I mean, listen, he's again, he's in my top five, so I, I obviously rate him highly, but. There's definitely, like we said, there's definitely output. There's definitely range. And he, uh, you know, I, I can appreciate on Magic 2, for instance, he was trying some different stuff, but it wasn't so much like, you know, you don't have to do this, but for me, I felt like Kenny Siegel was almost like inventing sound. Whereas if Hit Boy is mm. like paying homage or like just trying things that have come before. And that's cool. Yeah. That's honestly, that's, I, I, I rate that. But um, I think that's why maybe Kenny's just edging it a bit for me. But listen, like I say, it's all in the top four out of all these hun- like hundreds of producers we've heard this year. They're all incredible and um, deserve a shout out. Um, were there any producers that I think? Yeah, there were there were a couple. I mean, me and Kieran had Madlib in our list at number five. Um, oh yeah, he had he just had such a big output this year yeah, as well. Another one, but he was he was he was moving a bit weird to be honest. Like the um, I can't even remember what that app's called now. But the the, the Liberation Two album oh, Luke- on it. Luminary, what, Luminary, yeah. Like, yeah, that's if that was on, I feel like we would have all rated that album because I, I found this like illegal one on on SoundCloud <laughs> and it was, it was just hard. Like, I thought we were pro artists making money though. So if it's on Luminary and I, I don't pay for Luminary, then you know what I mean. As what long if you're as you're getting right your paycheck, uh, yeah, it's yourself, brother. <laughs> that's uh, that's <laughs> our problem. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think I'm not you, buying Luminary because I don't yeah. want it. That's why. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. I thought, the opinion I thought we all said "fuck Luminary" at one point. Now, you know what it is? That. I'm no. going to probably get it again over Christmas to listen to the new Dave Chappelle podcast because I realized season two come out a while ago. But music-wise, I, I listened to that Black Thought. Is it Black Thought? Whatever it was, Black something. No, 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 no. It's Black Star. There you go. Not Black mm. Thought. Bro, I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, Sean. You're trying to say That's something to right. me. No, I'm just saying I'm still of the opinion that like unless an artist actually missells something, missells their product, and like fucks us around they don't owe us a thing and if uh mm. and if they want to release however they want to release it how, for how much money let them crack on um because all these artists out here with these major streaming services that we you know that we all subscribe to are getting fucking robbed so um yeah crack on if they if that's, that's what they want to do do them but yeah madlib was out output for me again but also just to hear someone who's been in the game that long still make beats on the level that he has um, I mean, there was that. I can't remember. Is it? Did you already say it, Kieran? Laugh now, cry later. That was it. That was that what it was called? Like, or that beat? I, yeah. I rated that for like half a year, but then I just I just forgot about it because it was like in January. Yeah, but yeah, that was a that was on the Declaim album called In the Beginning, Volume mm. Three. But then he had a beat on um, Maxo's album Forty Eight, and uh, yeah, that, I love that too. track as well. The Good Fight with Lord Apex. Yeah, there's there's some crazy beats. But Theo, you had Conductor. Um, was there? Because I've not I've not I've got to be honest, I'm not sure I've heard much else outside of um, 8am. Is there some other things we should be like checking out, basically? Oh, he's on, he's on Pray for Paris, isn't he? I'm not wrong in saying that. Oh, yeah, because yeah, well, some of the bits... So, yeah, yeah, I think you mean yeah, the, the other sequel, thing. What's it called? And Now You Pray For Me. No, yeah. uh, Now You Pray For Me, yeah. so yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, 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 so he's on that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I almost did that's, that, though. I heard, I heard $500 ounces, and I was like, oh, the beat of the yellow. Oh, wait, this is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it, it, it's just stuff on that. I just I just thought, yeah, what he's been doing has just been great. Mm. And then there was there's some other... Uh, actually, there's a project that I think he might have done with 
Uh, this Conway is something that something He's done else. a Conway anyway, project, the Conductor like Machine, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay, let's check some of that. There's some good beats, good beats on that. So yeah, mm, cool. definitely. There's, it's that vibe that Drake was spitting on. I think he just wanted to like mm. expand it a bit. Mm. Okay. I, I'm interested to hear more, more from Conductor because when I think of Griselda, I always think of Darringer, and Darringer has a very kind of strong hold on what I deem to be the Griselda sound. So I'm wondering if Conductor has something else that he can bring out of, you know, some of the Griselda artists. And when I say the Griselda artists, I mean the you know, the top three, the big three. Well, he was on, um, I think I first noticed Conductor on Pray for Haiti. And mm. it, it, I just kept hearing that tag throughout that whole album. But That's, um, what's his name? The, the guy that uh, Sean Matt Comey. Matt Comey's banging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I'm interested to see what Billy Woods and Matt Comey can do together. That's that's no, a kind of real. like that's, that's dream cool underground collab. collab. That, would, that would be phenomenal. But yeah, conductor. I think conductor because he's in my eyes he's fairly new. Like he's he's only like you know look at this list. The Alchemist is you know decades in. JPEG Mafia is new. Hit Boys you know been dropping heat for decades or over a decade. So yeah, Kenny Siegel conductor. You know this, this, we've got some new school people here making arguably music that will be talked about in you know a decade's time so be interesting to see the career blossom you know mm. yeah so best producer of the year goes to the alchemist um our next category is best new artist we've got three picks for this one so i'm just going to run through them real quick so at number three we got paris texas number two we got ice spice and then number one forgive me if i pronounce it wrong is it any or is it yeah. Yes, it's Eni. Eni. Yeah. Um Eni was mine and Theo's number one pick, I believe. Theo, do you wanna do you wanna chat a bit about this artist from the UK? Oh, oh, oh she's phenomenal. She's absolutely great. That EP that she's uh, she did this mm-hmm. year is just she's putting herself amongst like the top yeah, top artists in the UK right now. Honestly, the way that she's spitting on some of the track and I love her lyricism and her flows. She's just she's a brilliant. She's like a Brit- I can't, can I say breath of fresh air? It's just nice to see someone on that level other than just Sims. Sims has been doing it for mm-hmm. so long and it's great to see Sims, but it's nice to see another, again, I don't want to put them in a um, bracket and just say another female artist, but it's good to see that someone else is coming through as well and making a stake and a claim. And from that EP, I just thought, oh, wow, this is just great. So um, I'll be interested to see what um, she brings next. Really. She feels yeah. effortless as well because I, I have listened to a few yeah. of her songs. She's got a song called "Charge It to the Game," and I was like, when I was listening to that, I was like, "This one's a banger." And then I heard the remix with Shmina, and I was like, "She's got potential to go global." Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm hearing it. So exactly, I, I felt like she wasn't a new artist in my eyes just because she had the big song with Georgia Smith, and I assumed that she dropped a project them years ago, but she hadn't. So. Mm. It's because she went viral just before that. Because I think the Georgia track was a remix of the viral track. Mm. Oh, who knows? But what, all, all I'm saying is I, I do like this artist. And for her to win Best New Artist is, is fully fair because every song I've heard from her so far has that, like, when I say worldwide sound, I don't mean it in a, like a bad way. I mean, in like she's she's going to go big if she conti- well, not continues and makes the same shit. But, you know what I mean? I like her trajectory is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. And I like that you said effortless because that's that's exactly how I feel. I feel. The thing that I found when I listened to her, and I don't mean this, I'm not saying like she's kind of a lesser version or anything like that. She's very much her own artist, but I got no name vibes from her. Just that, again, that effortless yeah. feel, 
Um, mm, that kind of yeah. world feel a bit like what you say. There's there's some sort of yeah. There's something about her. like if she if if any is our no name. It's like it's a bit like when I first heard Sims, I was like, oh, this is like our rhapsody. I feel like any is our is our yeah. uh, is our no name. And I, I mean, that would be hopefully in the yeah. new year we move away from trying to look overseas for an equivalent and we just let our artists be who they are because... I know what you mean, yeah, I know. Because I think Any is, is, is special because at first I was like, oh, she's giving me like an Adele vibe with the Peng Black Girls thing. And I was like, nah, not Adele, sorry. What's her name? Estelle. Estelle it's giving right, me an right, Estelle right. vibe. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, it's not an Estelle vibe. You just, yeah, yeah. You're just hearing <laughs> another black woman rapping and you want to give them another thing. Let them be who they are because yeah, yeah. I didn't do that with Little Sims. I was yeah. like, Little Sims yeah. is banging. That was it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I want to give any her space to breathe and who knows next year she might make one of our wrap ups because she honestly slipped through the cracks this year. We didn't speak about her once until now. And, you know, I, I've realized I've heard a fair, I say a fair few, about three or four of her songs and they're all great. Yeah. I highly recommend um, people check out We Go Again EP. And also she's on a remix with Wale called uh, You Never Visit Me. Um, wow. That's she's a cool making track. moves. Yeah. Yeah. And the Wale feature is yeah. good as well. So yeah, check that out if you get a chance. But, um, no, I'm excited to see where her career pans out. I mean, I completely agree with you, Sam, about the um, looking for equivalents of things like that because Little Sims is 100%, especially like Grey Area onwards, found her voice and is very much her own artist. But I guess early on, some uh, you everyone wears influences on their sleeves and resembles sounds, and that's what that's yeah. what I meant by that. But um, well, number two, Ice Spice. This this upset me, bro, because Ice Spice is on fire, bro. She has not dropped any any dead songs. No, just I me. Agree with wow, that, to be honest, she's she's yeah, quite a, like a gas. <laughs> she's a gas artist, isn't she? She's like, she like I think you called her like the female pop smoke. She is the female pop smoke thing. Like we need no, to stop she, it. But she actually that, is. No, but that is the perfect definition. I'm not even trying to be dis- disrespectful. She a hundred percent. Is, is that if you rap uh, Ice Spice lyrics in a pop smoke voice, yeah. it sounds like a pop smoke oh, song, Jesus? Yeah, exactly. She's which phenomenal. kind of shows she probably just like copied the formula, but it's, it's okay. Like, it's she's fun. I, I like I said, I have yet to hear a dead song from her this year. She's she's hit different vibes too. She was on the uh, what's her name, Pink Pantherous track, and she dropped an album that was just not for me. But songs like Delhi, In Her Mood, Princess Diana. And the Barbie song, whew, that Barbie the song. Thing, the ones Barbie you, song. those four the, you named, they're the ones I like. I, I wouldn't listen to crazy. any of her other tracks. No, you don't but, need to. You've got them four. Yeah. The, the Barbie song is the way I have Harriet listen to it as well. And she is just vibing to it because she just kills that. It's like, oh my goodness. Well, you know when you want to talk about music that like hacks into your body that. and makes you want to dance? That Barbie girl song yeah. makes you feel good and oh, makes you want to feel, you know what I mean, jump around mm-hmm. a bit. Like, that's a good song, man. I, I, I don't want to hear no slander on Ice Spice. If you don't like Ice Spice, don't listen to her, yeah? But realistically, she's, she's for me, in my heart, she's the best new artist of this year. Undeniably. She's had a big year, no doubt. And she's had the, a song um, that's gone outside of, of the rap sphere. Think about how much people saw Barbie and now know the, the Ice Spice, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj tune. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And in number three, we have Paris, Texas. That was your top pick, Kieran. Do you want to chat a little bit about this um, duo? Can you give us some history on this? When did we listen to this? Do you know what I mean? What's going on here? Because I never heard of this until I saw your list. Bro, I've, I feel like I've shared this like 10 times in the group. 
Like I feel like I'm, I'm not like, denying properly that. Been, We're slow. <laughs> I've been trying. Like I'm surprised Sean even had it on his top five because I felt like no one was listening. But I think these guys are cool. They're like a they're a new duo, and they they remind me of like how Brockhampton were like popping at the start. Like they have these cool videos that really captivate you, and they're coming with this punkish kind of style that feels very much like fuck what's going on like just just listen to this and see and take it how it is it's not rock it's not rap it's not pop it's just it's just like crazy music and it it is that like some of it's like headache inducing but i think i love that they rap like they don't care in a way like they're just they're saying the most ignorant stuff constantly and i kind of like i just i don't know i feel like you'd like it sam if you you i'm gonna say can you point me and the listeners in a direction of I what would to listen say to. start start with their visuals because that, that's what grabbed me like their album's really good it's actually I think it's one of the most critically acclaimed albums of the year oh, like wow. something like 89 okay but um yeah start on YouTube and just like just watch their videos because I think they really sell what they're doing through that okay Sean yeah, yeah. Paris Texas I know you would have listened to them a bit because you're in the I don't know bro you're in the scene deep in the scene well, no, just from Kieran's um, from Kieran's uh, suggestion, I'd, I've checked them out. I mean, I haven't listened to them like I have with any, for instance, which is why they fell a bit lower for me. But um, I get what Kieran's saying about that kind of youthful, don't give a fuck energy. There's there's um, uh, a resemblance of like an early odd future, nothing to do with the sound of the music, but just that energy. Um, and although that's maybe not kind of like of, it's not something I'm bumping day to day and like relevant to my life now I can appreciate it and um mm. and we're missing that we we haven't really had th- that kind of injection into the into the game like we did when Odd Future came along so um that was it for me really I respect that they, uh, they deserve to be to get a mention for sure but are there any other artists that people had in their individual list that didn't got, make it I got a bag of UK artists man a bag of UK artists that I think are amazing Norman San Ants Live Jordo those three could have won best new rapper for me because Ants Live, I'm going to get to him later, but Ants Live is dropping fun, you know, family friendly music that's not getting any attention from the mainstream, but it will get there eventually, I'm pretty sure. Norman Sand dropped what I deem to be my track of the year from a best new eye. So it wouldn't be track of the year overall, but from a best new eye, I'm like, this guy's got potential. And Jordo, he dropped a banger on a beat that's kind of a, you know, I'm, I remember Kieran saying, oh, he just stole that beat from Madlib. But I like that song. It's got a, it's got a nice laid back vibe to it. Uh, the song's called OK Then by Jordo. Yeah, so J-O-R-D-E-A-U-X. It is actually nice. I, I was just hating. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. I had to dominate that because I, I feel like th- this list in general is lacking, like the final nominations list is just lacking UK stuff apart from any being number one. And I just wanted to highlight there's a lot of great new talent in the UK at the moment. Mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, that, um, there's a video from Ants Live, isn't there? That's like really loads. Good. There's yeah. he's dropped three banger videos that I'll talk about later, but bro, he's he's onto something with what he's doing. It, it, people will catch up eventually. Yeah. The, the one for me was uh, an artist called Kelly Moonstone. She features on a song called Window to the Soul on Navy Blues album, which is um is uh yeah, beautiful feature, beautiful song. Um, she's got a project. Oh, what am I saying? Sorry, Norman Norman San is not a UK. <laughs> He's American. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a uh, Kelly Moonstone's got a project out called I Digress, which is worth checking out. Um, she's a singer as well, so 
does a, does a few different things. And um, she performed at No Names Block Party performance as well, which I thought was quite telling. So um, she's clearly making waves and may have a big year next year. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, she's sing- she's a singer. She's a rapper. Um, it's a it, yeah, it's nice music. I think I think she can go places. But I'd, I'd recommend checking her out. Kieran, you got someone else as well, haven't you? Let me see. I can't. This is great for the podcast listeners. Lots of silence, lots of dead air. Uh, I mean, I, I was just, I was accumulating some names, but. You had Kelvin Crash. I hope you had it. Oh, sorry. Thanks. Yes. My, my vision is blurry. <laughs> yeah. Kelvin Crash. This was someone I got, someone shared it with me and I thought, let me check this out. I don't know if you know him specifically, but you should definitely check out what his uh, track record is because he's been working with ASAP Rocky since like those early days and produced quite a few tracks for him. Uh, I think he produced DMB, that that Rihanna one as well. Um, but yeah, this is his debut album and I just like it. I like that it's like producer music in a way. Like he's, he's vocaling on it. I don't... He's not he's not rapping, but like the beats are definitely hip hop. Uh the vocals kind of sound like what Jay Paul does, like that kind of like weird electronic style singing. And there's there's a really great feature from ASAP Rocky on the album as well. So it's definitely worth checking. It's, it's good vibes, like nice. instrumental hip hop. What about Theo? Theo's been on some musical journey listening to loads of different genres. I wonder if he's got like a, a best new rap or anything like that. Yeah. No, because that's the, that's the thing. Because I I th- I found like I struggled this year. I have been on that. I've been on like a new wave, listening to all different sorts. But when I was, that's what I was saying to um, in the group earlier. Trying to, look, um, I spent really long on that on this one because I tried to find anyone new. But it was really just any any was the only person that would, like really talked to me and said a lot. So she was number one. But I couldn't. I struggled to find anyone else that like really sort of grabbed me to be like yeah i want to listen to you more so fair enough sean you always got honorable mentions what about that guy the, the one that's dropped all those weird little mixtapes fly anakin fly anakin <laughs> he was our last yeah, year fly anakin, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, that was, yeah he was that was a stretch putting fly anakin in as a new artist last year anyway because he's been around for a while but um <laughs> oh, okay. no i, don't, I mean I don't the only other it. one was i have a, a, a rapper called el, el costo i think they're called um a couple features okay. that, that that um one of them on Mike's latest album, a song called Muscle Beach. And then they're on a posse cut with Earl, Mike, and um, the other feature on the Mike track as well called Real Hip Hop. Um, I don't know. They're just, there's something about their, I mean, the ad libs are crazy. Um, the way that, that the pocket they're finding on the beat, it might not be for everyone, but yeah, it's worth checking out those features. I'm, I'm definitely interested to see what they do um, in the new year as well. Um, yeah, it's kind of like Kodak Black meet, Black meets that that Earl Mike world, if that makes any sense at all. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, check them out. Okay, so our our best new artist of the year for twenty twenty three is Any. So yeah, go check out that We Go Again EP. It is very very good. Next category, best song. Like the um, the beat category, this one was hard because it's so subjective. But we've got four for this one, so I'll quickly run through those. At number four. We've got Tyler the Creator, Dog Two. At number three, we've got Nas, I Love This Feeling. At number two, we've got The Caliphate by Earl and Alchemist. And then number one, we've got Gunner. Fuck you, me. To be fair, yeah, when I was doing this, 
I was doing my personal favorites and I did feel a bit kind of not cheated, but I was a bit like looking at you guys as this. I was like, are we even on the same wave? And I was like, well, you can't all be on the same wave. Do you know what I mean? We've all had different years. We've all done different things. And that's where the music kind of sits with us. But I'm glad there was a consensus on fuck you mean. Cause that song is a, an earworm. It's got I'm something in it that makes it. Do you know what oh, I mean? yeah, we've been feeling that track. Mm. That, 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 that song's incredible, man. <laughs> There's no denying it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's not even like it's one of those ones that can't be denied, really, because it's not my bag, it's not what I really listen to, but it's there's there's something about it. And it's a, like I just said, it's a monster, it's so popular for a reason. So, um, yeah, I I mean, one complaint I'm surprised more people didn't say Jay Huss, it's crazy because that song it it did a lot, but it didn't hit for a lot of people so mm. yeah that upset me a little bit but I'm glad that the number one is the number one yeah I mean it's crazy almost made my top five and it was it's one of the few songs this year that just immediately I was super hyped when I heard about it I don't it's know got, if I'm letting it's got the... bar of the year though no, I mean, it's, come on Sean it's... what's the bar of the year <laughs> no you, you it's all yours all yours you've said it many times the, dra- the oh, Dracula bite in there. vampire no, no. feeling peckish that one no 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 no, no. What does murder do? Oh, oh no. Oh, you <laughs> as... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I think if, if a song got a bar that that's quotable, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, for me, I, I'm, I'm wondering if just the just being underwhelmed by the album has had a bit of an impact on that one 100%. For me. That album is not yeah. good. Yeah. Well, okay, no. sorry. Compared to his other stuff, it's not good, but it's a shame. Mm. Mm. He draked us, yeah. quite literally, with Drake. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a mixtape to me. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oof. Oof. It's got no replay value to me, which is sad. I listened nah, to nah. Um, Who Told You, but then I always hear Jake, Drake's verse, like, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you I know what I mean? S- <laughs> I skip that bit every time oh. I hear. I just, I just hear him coming going, I know the vibes. No, you don't know the vibes. Gone. Yeah. Skip Dr- Drake had a weird the start end, to the year and then dropped a weird album and then saved it. And I think that is a legendary, like, the comeback is crazy. Oh. Oh man, it's it's but I, it makes sense that he's having to take a break. Like <laughs> mate, he he's on a twelfth round knockout, or whatever it is, tenth round, last minute knockout. Like Drake came through and I'm one. But yeah, if we're being honest, gonna fuck you mean track of the year. No problems with that. But the the next one, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, mean, I didn't even really. You know what I mean, I didn't even have any kind of thoughts when it came to. It. I was like, this could be feature of the year for me, or this could be song of the year. I'm, I'm not too sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we touched upon it quite a bit when we were talking about the beat and Theo, you said a bit about um, Vince, I think, but was there anything further? I mean, like for me, the, the thing that stands out with that one um, is just the, is the chemistry between the two, the way they're going back and forth over the mm. beat that we've discussed as well. But the, the contrast as well, like Vince is just yeah. doing something completely mm. different to Earl, but it just, it works perfectly. There's something about a, um, something about, one low pitch, one high pitch voice. Something that, like I think, really made Tribe, for instance, stand out was the difference between Q-Tip and and Fife. And I, I feel like you get something similar here again. That kind of they're a great duo. Like they they really oh, need to make more tracks together. I think the lack of chorus as well, like that, just shows the kind of rapping they're doing. It's like we don't need something to hook you in. You either listen to this or you're not. Do you know what I mean? That mm. that's it. And that makes for a good rap song. Rap songs aren't really, for me, about the chorus or the hook. It's always about the bars. Now, the bars on this, strong. Mm-hmm. 
And then next we've got number three, we've got Nas. I love this feeling. Who wants to touch upon that? I think that's one of his best tracks ever. I, I think I said oh, it. it is. On that, song's in, that song's incredible. Because his, I uh, feel like just... he's capturing all that emotion that like has been building up of this this run, and it's just, it feels great to like hear him embracing that. Like he's he's got so clear about what's going on right now with his music. It's beautiful. Victory lap. It's a victory lap to me. That one. Yeah. Um, you were gonna say something, Theo. <laughs> I cut you off. No, 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 I agree. It's just, it, it's perfect how he just, it, it, it's the way he's looking back and just taking it all in and just appreciating like, yeah, this is, uh, look at what I'm doing. And it's just. It's a feel good track though the, as well. Like yeah, it makes it me is. feel so good. Like, oh, do you know what? Like let's, let's appreciate oh, how much we've done to get to where we are type of thing. Like no matter what yeah, our journey is. Exactly, and it's smart that he's named it. I love it. I love this feeling because any everyone can relate. It's almost like the tone of the song, the way he's rapping. If you're in a good moment yourself, it's like I love this feeling. I was saying that so so much, and you just you're in a <laughs> yeah. nice, happy place when you're in when you listen to that song. It's just done so well, for sure. And uh, the final pick on our list, "Dogtooth" by Tyler the Creator, another one which was an instant hit for me when it came out. Um, who wants to chat about that one? Again, that song's great. I got I got Ralph singing it uh, at one point, just just singing "Dark Tooth." Yeah, <laughs> he was just like just dance around in the kitchen. Oh, because I couldn't stop playing that song. Oh, that song's great. The clean version. Sam, you're muted. Sam, you're muted. Muted. Yeah, the clean. Yeah, clean version. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. You can't have him like. Just, uh, Sam, you're on mute. You're mute. Oh, I was mute. singing and everything. <laughs> oh man, you, and it looked it looked so happy. Whatever you were I was saying, saying it, Tyler. If, yeah, you know what the funny thing was? I was like, why do these motherfuckers keep talking over me? So rude. Like that I realised. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying, if Tyler if Tyler releases, it's always gonna something's gonna hit this. You know, this award ceremony. It's a, it's a shame he only dropped a, an update to an album. But yeah, it was good. I liked all those songs mm. off the Estate Sale. Mm. Mm. Yeah, nice little yeah, do us over until whatever he's got planned next. Um, yeah, I mean, there's quite a few honourable mentions because it's such a subjective category. I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of name drop a couple. So I had Pot of Paper, Money or Victims on mine. I thought that was a really powerful song. Um, and then one that I was expecting to see on at least um, at least Kieran's list was um, Mick Jenkins. Oh, stop it. Roy no, G. Biff. I know, I know. I, just, I love that song as well. It just but... out though, didn't it? Yeah, it just slipped out. There's you guys so were hyping tracks. about that last week. Yeah, so, we uh, hyped it on the re- review as well because I think it just it blew our minds when we realised what the title means and how he's relating it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was but I think I think it was because I had I wanted I had to add that Travis Scott track, "My Eyes," because I was just I think I think that's what pushed out Roy G. Biv because I just love that track. I love that he's doing that like I guess like that Frank Ocean feel. But it's got Bon Iver doing it with him. Then Sanford comes in for a little few bars, and then the beat just like transforms. And he's he's spitting so hard on that second half, like of my eyes. I just it's crazy. I don't, I feel like that's probably Travis's best verse if you really like put it down to it because he's he's actually saying stuff on that as well. Yeah, the the flow is kind of relentless as well, isn't it? It's just it's just crazy. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane. No, I'm not mad at Watch that. Watch the throne vibes. I guess the, another one to mention was uh, Theo. You had attention by Doja Cat in your list. You want to say a couple words about that one? 
oh, just again, it's her delivery. Her delivery is just impeccable. That song grabs your attention again. Excuse the pun. It's just the way she's rapping is just ah, oh, it's just it's brilliant. But I could have had I could have had a lot of um, Doja Cat songs on there, but attention stands out for me because that just. I mean, like, she, if we were she, being honest, uh, Paint the Town Red could yeah. have been on this as well. I had like, a girl. No, well, that's what I'm the, thinking. Paint, the way the no, pop, no, no, like, it, yeah. it's mad. <laughs> but, but it's just that she just gives that. No, 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 no. Because no, I'm glad you did because you're right. Because that's the other track I'm thinking. You could have uh, like a load of tracks, but I, I don't know. She just epitomizes this like boss female um, mentality, and I love it from that song. And just she, she's just not afraid to speak who. who and what, uh, who, and what she is, and I just, I just love it. Just think it's so powerful. It's brilliant, really. Nice, nice. Okay, so best song of twenty twenty three. Just to recap, is gonna fuck you mean? Well, Next, oh, yeah. we've got it on the fucking board. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Give us the button. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> the next category. So we've got two more to go. Penultimate category is best feature. Um, before I even list this, I'm just going to say this is probably the only one that I'm like I've got a problem with. But as you can tell, um, I, my energy is. Low. Well, I wanted to change it. I wanted to change it. No, I wanted to change it, but then I thought it's too late to include Scary Hours Three stuff in. So I wanted to change it to J Cole, but on the other song. Um, oh, really? The, the new yeah, one. What it's called? Yeah, yeah like the, I know I've just kind of come one. out and said that, oh. but don't expect me to to really argue my case because I'm I'm. I'm going through it right now. I'm struggling with this, with this cold. But anyway, anyway, number five, we have Billy Woods for his verse on No Name's Gospel. I just love that. Shaking my head. Right? <sighs> oh, no. Vince, number four, we've got Vince on The Caliphate. Number three, we've got Andre 3000 on Killer Mike, Scientists come and on. Engineers. Um, yeah, on, yeah. Number two, this one I'm, I'm happy with. Number two, Danny Brown, Year Zero. <laughs> This one's so wild. <laughs> that verse is hard. And in number Fuck. one, oh, this can we talk about this, please? Number one, J. Cole on Lil Yachty's The Secret Red. <laughs> now, let me just... Yes. In fact, no, I have got yeah. my energy's perked up now. Let me just say a couple of things. So, look, listen, we all love J. Cole. You all know that J. Cole is a very special place in my heart. And this is a hard verse. I'm not mad at it being in the top five, but are we? do we all seriously think that this is the number one feature of the year? I'm going to be honest. It's not even on my list. I thought it was in my list. It's not, so I'm, I'm not guilty. You want to look at the other two in this in this whole podcast because it's me. I looked, I was like, nah, that doesn't seem right. My picks, my picks are solid. You two Yo, speak. I forgot about the one you picked. You know? <laughs> exactly, I picked, exactly. I should have picked that one. I'm exactly. so sorry. So, yo, you exactly. know, when, I, when I was thinking, I'm sure Lil Wayne had the verse of the year, but was yeah, it this precisely. one? This That's is, what I'm and saying. The one so I picked, colluded so on the list. They, they planned exactly. this, Sean. They engineered this together. Guys, me. like, no, this Lil no, Wayne trust one. Trust me. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So everyone looking at me, if you like, going at J. Cole, J. Cole was not my number one. It's a hard verse, so to clarify so earlier when i was asking Can why been an i was just being like just trying to get more out of you now i'm actually pressing why have you both got this as your number two feature of the year like it's a this doesn't represent I, me yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying it is verse of the year it's not my number one so you can't tell me i'm saying it's number well. two though number two is, is like it's up there yeah because it's high 
Yes, because it is up there. He is absolutely boring. I don't know what we're trying to say. And it's the way he appears in the video as well. Like it's just everything about it is hard. So so everything from the everything from the beginning of the verse and what he's actually saying is as hard as like what what are we saying? My my, my question to that is what is what is Cole saying different to what he's been saying for the last five years? In that that doesn't matter, man. He's he's been (laughs) saying it. Oh, like Sean said earlier, he's just asking man. the questions, but he's talking. No, no, no. Now I'm not asking the questions. Now I need, I need. No, he's not asking. The, he's, I need. No, he's not cause... asking questions. I know this energy. This energy is like I need. I need to know answers. I'm gonna give you answers. Let me get this. Bar, let me get these lyrics up, man. Get the bars up, man. man. The bars are hard. When, get that when, he talking, when he was talking about like, um, when he's talking about like the oppressed bar. The oppressed bar is hard as hell. What else? Secret the punchlines are different yeah, levels. But let me, you know let me just reiterate. I, I actually had this verse as as number five, so I'm not saying it's bad. Like it is a great verse. So oh, it's your fault. It's on top. Oh, I didn't even realize Sean was in on this. It's just me who's who's in the right here. <laughs> but I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is what what makes this stand out above? Like for let me not. I'm not even gonna say my favorite for now. But like Danny Brown's oh, Year Sam, Zero. How is this oh, a harder verse man. than Danny Brown on Year Zero? Like what? Again, but what is Cole doing that he's like is excelling what we've heard in recent years? I think there needs to be an intervention. Danny Brown Year Zero was my my top one of the year. The second I heard that, I knew where it was going. I I think I immediately typed into the spreadsheet. I was like, this is what I'm trying to do. I can understand that one, but I can't understand how Cole's made it as... I feel bad because it sounds... You're part of it. You're joint enterprise. You were there at the scene of the crime. I know, man. You you, you joined in with it. This is what I'm trying to say. You're culpable. (laughs) Well, whilst Theo gets his bars up, let's talk about some others. So, oh, like, yeah, Theo's I forgot that's what he's doing. Sam, I want to talk about the one Sam put second, you no, know. I forgot about this one. Stove God Kitchen, Kitchen Lights, Lights by Stove, Stove God. God. That is a banger. That, the way he's going off oh, that, the kitchen that hook. Like, it's like it shouldn't even be a hook, but it's so Every time I step in the kitchen, I'm like, on the kitchen. <laughs> Listen, I think that might be one of his best features ever. It's yeah. Iconic. I mean, it was kind of like, I liked it the most. So I put it there hoping that it would make it in, but I, I knew my other sorry, f- four would, picks or three picks were that. strong. So I was, I was all right. This was a hard, for me, I found this really hard. And I think putting Cole second was almost like I wasn't thinking too clearly because <laughs> I do actually think what like Billy Woods is doing is, is, is impactful. I looked like, across everyone else's list. I was like, "You lot are bugging." <laughs> you know I, was I, was bu- I was bugging. I was bugging. Like the fact that I did the wrong Lil Wayne pick is is just too exactly. silly. No, no. Like no. I, I've got, I've got the verse of the year number I'm, one. That's, I'm that's just, all I'm, I'm actually saying. bugging so much because let me clarify. I voted for Lil Wayne on Nas's "Never Die" because that that is a yeah, hard verse nah, as well. Yeah, it's a hard verse, but, but I, it's not. It's, not it's his because best, I listened no. to the album. I remembered it, but I forgot that it was the Benny one. I was actually trying to vote for. Yes, the, the, the Benny I, one's I phenomenal. That, 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 one, so that one, he that one, he blacks like, out. He Sorry, blacks out so much. <laughs> I remember Sam's message as well. Like, is Lil Wayne? Rapping the hardest verse ever, or is he spitting something trash? Like, <laughs> I don't he's, remember he's this. Barring so quick on his verse, <laughs> the punch, the punchlines are coming so fast. That I don't even know what he's saying, but like, it's hard. It's very hard. Hmm. I don't even remember saying that, but I'm glad I came. I should have voted for that. I, I, I want to change my vote personally. No, I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> I don't think I don't that's think allowed. A di- I don't think it's making the a difference. The votes have been no, adjusted honestly, and adjudicated and the, the panel has spoken. Sean's a part of it. <laughs> so, um... No, honestly, no, no, Cole, no, Cole was barring. Look he at was that. Barring, though, yeah, like, Cole, I can't Cole, 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 Cole was barring, but there's... 
yeah, I just I'm I'm waiting to hear from like I'm so specifically like what made oh, it no yeah, no no okay yeah so so let, no let, let me flip that then you tell me on year zero what 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 what's what what's happening on there and what the bars are doing that is relating to this first not just on one side of secret recipe I need to start hearing the beat, from you the as beat well switches Let's flip up. This Danny Brown's no, just we're not hearing the beat bar. we're not hearing the beat we're talking feature play it's we're part of it he hasn't even beat. spoken about his own we're thing yet he's here picking number two out you won. Joey, <laughs> you guys won. I don't... No, but I need to hear. I need to hear what we are saying. Listen to Danny Brown's verse. Danny Brown's doing something that most rappers can't do, and he's and he's allowing space to be in between the bars, right? There's humor in there like I've not heard in a long time from any rapper. The wordplay and the metaphors as well. If you really deep what he's saying, there's some real clever stuff in there. Real clever stuff. Um Again, charisma. That's the thing for me is, is I'm hearing it and I'm like, I don't think many people could do this. All due respect to Cole, great verse. He's dropped countless great verses over the last few years. It was a moment when it happened. I get, I get that. And that's probably why it's edged into my top five as well. But I didn't hear anything where I was like, Cole's elevated to a new level here. He doesn't have to do that. I'm just saying like, when, when you've got a year full of, of verses such as Billy Woods on Gospel, an incredible story, You've got this Danny Brown feature that like pretty much no one else in the game can really rap like on a beat like that. You've also, I mean, what, what else we got? In well, this? there's the bar that he flipped MF Doom's bars where he said about to get the money like curls. And then mm. he's talking about working out. So he's the delivery of these lines where he says, pull up, get ripped, nigga deadlift, sit up, push up, bicycle kick. Yeah. The yeah. delivery oh, of yeah. those, oh, those six man. little exercise oh. movements there. That's yeah. what makes this verse hard for me. And the flipping of the MF Doom bars where he's like, you know, Doom getting yeah. the money like curls. Danny I don't Brown. like my list. I'm going to say it now. I don't like my list. <laughs> and then he, he ha- his verse is so long that he actually gets a chance to tell a proper story. <laughs> but, but that's it for no, me. Look, I, hear, if, I hear what you're saying. I, I would maybe like, I would, like, if Cole was number three, I'd be like, okay. But I just feel like there are two, at least two oh, verses this year where I'm like, they are, they are definitely like. I'm not mad him going down to um, three. It's not just me that is why he's up to two. So, yeah, it's not me at all. I'm arguing my case, and my case is strong. I think Danny Brown dropped verse of the year, best feature of the year, sorry. I, do you know what I mean? I, don't, I liked the J. Cole track. I actually want, wanted Little Yachty to get best new artist of the year because he's finally a rapper. I know, which ass. I found. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Do you know what, though? I wasn't even mad at it. Uh, I didn't no, even say anything. No, I saw fear, it. I was fear, like, okay, I get what you mean. But um, it makes, you know He's finally done? rapping now. If I did the right Lil Wayne verse, there you go, bro. Oh, no, and things would have just yeah, become no, like there would have been none it would have won. It would have won. I don't none think of you these issues would have come up. Well, no, that, to be honest, that, that to be honest, it would have been an issue for me because I'm not hearing. I'm not again. I don't. I don't see what Wayne's doing in either of those verses that tops Danny Brown or Billy Woods. Like I, put, like, I, I don't hear it. I don't, I'm sorry, but. Um, he Danny Brown, yeah, that com- that comedy bit at the end where he's just kind of bored of the verse. He's like, "You niggas rubbish!" Like it's just funny. Like, yeah, you know yeah I mean? that's what I mean. Like, I you don't verse. get that much these days. And and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it is just coming down to personal preference. What what Wayne is like saying in those bars, I'm like, it's not. He's again. It's a bit like the Cole thing. We've had hot wind blows. We've had it. We've had, like what what was Wayne doing in these verses that was like different to what we've heard before or that oh, matches man, many because when he's doing he it different tapped, on that on that Benny one the, theme. the way his oh, words are twisting and so turning much. exactly no, it was no, just it's like what you said with Danny Brown's one no one can do what Lil Wayne's doing on that Benny track 
those yeah. those I know I didn't even vote for it, but <laughs> <laughs> the way those the way those words are tripping, it's just disgusting. I think we should have to let it be what it is. It's the whole big dog theme. It's the whole big dog theme. The big dog theme, he just kills it. Are we just saying random things now? That's a spaghetti. Like, what the hell is going on? Who's Um, come up with spaghetti? The other one that I'm like less less aggravated about, but uh, uh, this one is more of just like, it's just a question. So like, Calm down. Um, <laughs> free stacks. Um, I, I I didn't have it in my top five. So what? What? I think it's just would, Andre in it. It's that's Andre verse. That's what I thought. It was just a given. <laughs> yeah, like you kind of no, just that's, have to. That's weak, man. That's lazy. You, some people just oh, like him. They get even, that bligh. Not what? If yeah, you drop a half no, decent verse, he well gets it. The thing is, ah oh, man. The verse is hard. I've, I can, I understand, I can understand verse, what like, you mean because if I'm be, if I'm being brutally uh, brutally honest, he's not even the best uh, verse on that song. <laughs> that's, why, that's exactly. I, I replayed it earlier and was like, what, so what I hear. I, so I hear what you're I'm saying, like, Joe. He's not. He's it. not. He's not the best. He, he's not the best verse on the song. It's Killer Mike won that. Because I, I accept. Yeah. I think we all look for different things when we like when it comes to features. One of the things for me is is like, did you did you make that song yours? Like I get like I'm not I'm not trying to say that this person should have definitely been in our in our top five, but like Big Sean. On um on the Larry June track Palisades. Wow, like, I love that. that. To me, is like what I'm saying is like elevation. It's it's owning the track. It's doing things you've not we've not really like reaching a level we've not really heard from that artist in this kind of realm. So that's why like I, I rated that one. But for for me with the Andre 3000 one, it's like of course it's a great verse. It's Andre 3000. He doesn't drop anything less than great raps. But it was like mm. it's just not similar to how Fair I feel enough, about Cole and actually. Wayne. It's like it weren't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but following through to that, for like from what you said about Andre not owning the track, Vince Staples owned Earl's track, but not in a way where it's like, oh, he's got a better verse than him. They just me- they became one thing to make this great I track, agree. but it just yeah. so happens to be a feature. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get you. So, I get you. That's probably why it didn't make mine at the same time because it was like you had to have both components. I don't know, but um, yeah, okay. Who's who that made one, the last bit get in there? The Billy Woods on No Name was that you and Kieran? Because I know it weren't me. Well, Billy Billy Woods on Gospel is is my number one of the year. I, you know, I said a lot about that when we um when we chatted about that album. Um, that's just a like a work of art for me. That one, can, okay. like, unbelievable storytelling. Just um, standing on business evokes feeling, but I'm not going to go too much into it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Another one that was that we the only one other we didn't mention that was on a couple of lists here was um, Loyal Karna on Any's Take It Slow. Mm. That was another one that I found mm. was quite was emotional awesome. and um, just felt like a bit of a moment. But um, yeah, I feel I feel bad. I'm sorry, J Cole. I, I love you. I, I, that was that was <laughs> no. Out, it's all right, but... man. I feel, I feel like this was a hard. Um, like we've said this for quite a few of them, but this one was a really hard one to pick the right picks. I think. Yeah. Well, look, listen. The, the, ultimately, all the verses we're talking about are great, and all the all the artists we're talking about are great. But um, listen, we're passionate about this. But my bad, Cole. I didn't mean to make it sound like it was trash. It wasn't. It's just there's a. Why am I talking like J Cole? listens? let's move on. Okay. Hey, you don't know what it, J Cole's no, doing. It's hard though. Drake listens to this podcast. We all, we all rate. <laughs> we all we all rate different things. Like like you said. Like I think one of your main things you rate is that they're doing something fresh for themselves or like they're owning the track and all this kind of stuff but like i i don't know me and fio more look at like 
well, this is like a great artist and they're still performing at that level. That's great. And it's mm. impacting us in that kind of way still. Maybe there is an element of bias because we love those artists, but yeah. Yeah. I'm only, I'm only saying that because I'm only saying it because of the standard. Like I feel like there was such great features this year that it just needs to be something else. Like not every feature has to top the last one is what I mean, or, or like reinvent a new cadence or float. Like I'm just like, like I said, I think because I rate two or three features so highly this year, the cold one I just didn't think quite got up there. But um, yeah, but the way it's the way it's ended up is well. By the sounds of things, it would have been a little Wayne feature. Which one was it? I couldn't actually work out. The, which it was one the Benny one. I'm sorry, it was oh, so it's the Benny one. The, 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 the Benny one's <laughs> phenomenal. This big dog. Big dog. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the looking at the lyrics now, man. This this guy's just a monster. So uh, honestly, Benny got washed. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the way Lil Wayne spit is it's actually disgusting. Yeah, he, it's like what error is Wayne coming from to spit this? Like he's sounding like a kid on ridiculous. it. Like, but in, in like yeah, a good way. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. All right, so we'll. Well, in, we didn't make case, any slight chase is like when uh, Moonlight beat uh, La La Land at the Oscars. We're we're changing it on the on the spot. So. Best grey areas, <laughs> best feature of Unheard the year. Of. Yeah, this is new territory, man. This is this is elevation. This is what I'm talking about. This is why we're the best. Um, best feature of the year is Lil Wayne on Benny the Butcher's. How is that Let's even go. allowed? Let's go. This is not allowed. This is like that There's point five. No board. There's no yeah, board for this. Like, that is. That is criminal. Oh, come on. There was, there was a typo. There was a typo. Typo where? You typed a whole different sentence. I, I, I was, the thing is like, do you know how the brain works though sometimes? You, you're no. like, oh yeah, it's this feature. No. And I wrote it down, but it's not the one I was thinking. Yeah, all right then. That's all I'll say. You and your team loses and you say, it doesn't matter. I wasn't a fan of that team anyways. That's what you're doing. But we won. <laughs> so what? You're that guy we that supports whatever one. team wins the, the tournament. Oh, I was always back in Italy in the World Cup. What are you talking about? Top. I was always a fan of Argentina. What are you talking about? Right. Best feature. I knew that was going to cause issues. But let's let's move into the final category, which is thankfully a bit a bit more tame and seamless. So a number it's five. the way Sean and Sam said this is going to be a fast episode, though. No, I don't. Like, awards is always yeah, way yeah. too many if, controversial. If moments. I if I suggest a podcast podcast to somebody, yeah, I would say go listen to our awards. That's where you'll get a vibe of whether you're built for this show or not. Because one, it's long, but two, it's actually really interesting, and you can hear the music. We like. Ooh, Sean, Sean, oh, Sean, Sean. That sounded like a dog, man. Like that dog <laughs> in anatomy of a fool. I am niece jokes. Yeah. Watch out for the grey area cinema podcast coming to a screen near you. Listen. Snoop, you know. Okay. This, <laughs> this episode is never going to be short because it can't be. It's, it's, I'm not editing this down. I can't. you got to let it ride. There's a few bits yeah. I'm going to cut out, but nothing major. Trust me. Okay. Final category, best rapper. So number five, we've got No Name. Number four, we have Mike. Mm. Number three, yes. we have Nas. Number two, Danny Brown. And number one, Billy Woods. Can I just clarify? When I said Sean stole my picks, I meant the top three. Because I, I realized that like everyone had the same picks in their top three. <laughs> so I was just like, Sean stole my picks. So, so your votes got counted for Mike and No Name, are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> for God's sake, man. Oh, how many fellas or fives? So Sam, would there have been two others then that you would have had in your top five? No, that's why I said Sean stole oh, okay. my picks. I read it oh. and I was like, yep, yep, nah. <laughs> I, mean, I, was oh. like, I, I, I guess Sean stole my picks. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, well, look, we, I would have put Earl in there, but uh, you know, it's, it's a bit like. Trust me, I feel like Earl's missing. I don't on think this. Earl's yeah, rapper of the uh, year. I, I think he's just himself. he's on a career thing. He's got no. He belts. should be on that though. Nah. Like he he because he spits on a different plane. I think Earl, Earl was in the, the journey he's back into my good books. Ever. Like he can't be best rapper for me if he's back into my good books. He yeah, I think for me he would maybe if if he had to slip in it would be over no name Sam, i just think that wait, no name is what doing do something though, that's different like I'm, I'm sorry not different i think with no name we don't give enough credit to like for instance like her flow how like incredible that is um the fact that she you know whether you agree with her opinions and her politics or not to consistently just say stuff that matters and spark conversation that's that's what edged it for me with no name I I gonna like, like, oh, i'm going to war for her in the tiktok comments people keep saying all the stuff about you know the stuff and i'm there like let it go that's literally my comment let full stop it full stop go full stop let it go bro i i like no name i, I feel it for all the reasons that sean said so i'm not mad to see her on the best rapper but one one album every now and again is not going to get you best rapper unfortunately unless you drop a you know a generationally good thing like a magnum opus mm. type thing yeah and she's far away um, from that in my eyes sam i want to call you up what, you, what do you mean Earl's back on your good books you had like sick on your top five yeah, albums sick last year. so sick brought him back in <laughs> then he dropped thing um voir dire and he's back in he just just got back into my it takes two projects what? to get he's back in it's not one project man. in your back i don't trust people anymore not after what drake done to us no, for real. That's actually so oh, true, you yeah, know. That's that's He's so, played yeah, us. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, the next four, I mean, the, you know, Mike Nas, Danny Brown, Billy Woods all dropped at least two projects this year. That to me always impresses me when you're able to mm. put out that mm. much music mm. of, of this quality. Quality, um, yeah. I mean, we said, you know, we said some stuff about Mike. Uh, like I said, I think there is this... Mike is, again, that the, the, that voice of his... The commitment to things like schemes and the way his voice almost sounds like an instrument at times is just, to me, is incredible. I think he's way more influential than he's given credit for. Um, and it's only the beginning. He's a young guy. Um, yeah, I'm really pleased to see him in there. Was there, Kieran, did you have anything to add about Mike? Or, no, uh, I, I feel like I feel like you've said it. I feel I, I think it's it's brave that he's been doing it for so many albums as well. Like if you hear that fear of the beware the monkey one, like it's basically the same vibe as this, to be honest. Like he hasn't really like changed his formula, but it's just cause it works. And um it kind of reminds me of like the MF Doom like um release run as well. And like he's just he's dropping these albums. People aren't really like noticing them mm. in a mass way yet. But I feel like there'll be that one that cuts and then it's like, oh wait, he did this like three albums in a row already. Yeah, yeah. yeah since 2017, 2018, it's like at least one, sometimes two projects a year. Um, and the cover art for Burning Desire is crazy. I mean, there is some, I, I need to figure it out properly, but there is some kind of concept there. There's some kind of theme yeah, going I've, through I've that album. It. It's, it's something about like pro-black, like an African stuff, like going back to the roots, but I don't really There's also that. like a slasher tone to it. Like one of the videos yeah. is like, like Halloween, it's it's yeah, it's it's mad, it's mad. Um, Nas, I mean, listen for me, Nas. It was it's a matter of like we're listening to a a guy that's completed rap and that is just still sounding as fresh as ever. Um, you're just listening to a master in terms of like the the kind of the technical ability of rapping and um, and of course a high level of lyricism too. Um, does anyone else want to say anything about Nas? Nas is on a run, like we I said at the beginning. You hit the nail on the head, yeah. 
yeah the contrast of the two projects as well mm. like magic 2 being experimental and magic 3 being what we kind of like expect from him yeah yeah just killing it again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think i think nas is but, is you know probably if he if he announces he's going to do a last album then he's like straight into the hall of fame so yeah, he's got to be real. in that that category for this year because he's but the i just want to say based on a tr- based on a true story part one and two i feel like that definitely gets him up there in this top five yeah so th- that's why he's in there but going up the list now is where we get to that point where it's like i'm kind of confused how danny brown got into this category for you guys but in the other categories he wasn't really showing up i.e. feature of the year and all that kind of stuff. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, just, it's, a bit, it's a bit odd. It's a bit That's odd. A valid That's a valid uh, question. <laughs> I mean, we rate scaring the hose. Like, we've been we've been talking yeah, about but that Scaring one. the hose is not his best and stuff. His best well, stuff happens in other places. The feature's very hard. I wish I put that in my top five. I'll, I'll say that as well. Oh, don't do that now. Mm. Yeah. No, there's, there's regrets. Basically, our feature list is, we, yeah, just ignore that, listeners. <laughs> it's a mess. No, don't ignore um, it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. And let the Cor- record Corentana's show. A good <laughs> let the record I show think... what me and Sean voted for, mostly. <laughs> the thing is, with with Danny Brown and Quarantana, I feel like this is meant to be like his comeback album because I don't know why, but like that album before kind of went under the radar or like it just felt like it was a good album. Though. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is a good album, but f- mm. even in my experience it felt like it was like a side project in this like mm. canon releases he's yeah, got. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's cool that he didn't just return to that style. Like he kind of did that with Tantor uh that track, but the rest of the album's like him trying something mm-hmm. fresh. Yeah, I think that himself. I think that's why he landed at number 2 for me is I, I said it earlier it was just the the contrast between the collab with Peggy and then his own album shows a lot of range. I think that, again, we just spoke about Year Zero. I think that's a, a really unique feature um, that might sound simple on the surface, but there's actually a lot going into it. Um, and I, I think it's just generally like, that, again, Danny Brown, the, the style and the charisma. I think, for instance, like if we did, if, if you put him up against any of these guys in a versus, he's winning. Uh, any, sorry. Because of the voice <laughs> and the way he's coming with it, yeah. Um, and the he's got taste though well. like his, his music just sounds so weird and cool mm. I mm. like it but then number one I mean for me this year like it, feel, it feels like it's been a long time coming we could have done this last year maybe this is like no. his hall of fame to be honest this is like an honorary slash yeah. best rapper of the year award Billy Woods is um, is oh I don't even know. I can't even, I can't think of a word to like sum him up. But I mean, if we, again, we go through like the credits this year, there's obviously maps. There's the feature on RIP Tracy with Earl um, on the Alchemist EP. There's obviously um, gospel as we just spoke about that feature. There's We Buy Diabetic Test Strips. There's the recent feature on Aesop Rock's album, Living Curfew. I recommend everyone listen to that. I mean, this it's just a, 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 yeah, one of one of the greatest writers I've ever heard. Like that, like period. Music yeah, can be on crazy on this guy. Yeah, mm. it's just it's like, like spoken word mm. most of the time, and it, it's just it's incredible. And because we're talking about someone that's been in the game for like twenty years at this point, he's refined his style. I mean, like his delivery as well is something that is just you know phenomenal. And um, another one that's going on one of these classic runs that we've seen the likes of Doom go on and run the jewels, and you know. Um, it's starting to be spoken about now. I feel like this is the year that where more people are starting to celebrate Billy Woods. But I think the other thing that's almost 
almost a little bit scary is I don't see him slowing down. I feel like next year there's going to be another, it might not be maps level. He might go really weird and abstract again and it might not hit the same, but you know that from a rapping perspective, he's not going to slow down. Um, mm. His pen's gotten better. I feel mm. like he's, especially maps, it's mm. the most clarity he's ever had. And I think that's maybe why we maybe struggle. Like I'm sure I listened to some Arm and Hammer tracks in the past, but it, it was never hitting me like maps does. Cause mm. You just, you get it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so clear. Yeah. But I feel like now since Maps, it's opened it up and I'm going back. I mean, there were some things that I had been listening to in recent years, but there's certain stuff like Hiding Places, for instance. The, the no, previous- hiding Places is arguably better than Maps. Like, I feel like you could actually compare them, mm. especially SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> SpongeBob is a mad nah, track. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, best rapper of the year goes to Billy Woods. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, did we all vote for him? Yeah. Yeah, we all had Billy Woods. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Unanimous. Yeah. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah, all had Billy Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's look. We've been on a while, but let's just quickly, like, we always do this. Let's fly through some favourite moments of the year. Sam, do you want to kick us off? What was your favourite hip-hop moment of the year? Well, I want to I wanna do a reverse list when there's only two things on the list. Ants Live and his three music videos. He had one called number one candidate i highly suggest you watch that he had another one called ooh la la and captain ants is the other song all those videos absolutely amazing there's comedy in there there's skits they're filmed beautifully and there's well when i say stunts i mean there's things that he's doing in that video that you've never seen before like in one of them he's strapped on top of a plane like and he's really strapped on top of a plane rapping another one he's you know just dancing and being swaggy in paris and in the one that I really think you should watch is number one candidate. He's riding a horse and rapping and hanging out the back of a, a van in Lederhosen up in the mountains somewhere in God knows where in Europe. Honestly, Ants Live moment of the year is anytime he drops a video, I'm there because he he's doing it. Like I'm I'm so active in his TikTok comments that he like replies to me every time now. He's like, yeah, this guy gets it. So shout out to Ants Live. Honestly, what you're doing for the UK music scene video wise, you're changing the game, bro. And the other one is Vince Staples on Joe Budden's podcast. Fucking hilarious. Oh, no, that, that was hilarious. I have, yeah. Anytime so I get to hear Vince Staples speak freely, he says something wild. Like, he's just, he's not meant to be in the public eye as a person. As a rapper, yes, 100% I agree. But as a person, he holds some controversial opinions. He's like, why would you order just eats to the crypto? And you look in the car and the car's dirty. Like, you want that man know where you live at? I didn't think yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I, I think Vince Staples actually reminds me of a few of my friends who just have these really really strong opinions and you can't change their mind because it's it, the logic has worked out in their head or their lived experience tells them that this is the right way to be so yeah Vince Staples on Joe Budden podcast 100% go listen to that or watch it in fact because it's better to watch that one than listen to it but yeah that's that's my two moments of the year okay Theo what's your uh, moment of the year Oh, it had to be um, Hit Boy and Alchemist both joining up on the track, and I didn't even think that would ever happen. So when you saw the video and you saw that they're like two of the best producers both linking up, and for them to, what was amazing about it wasn't even just to like cook up and just do a beat. They're actually both like rapping on the beat and rapping on each other's beat. I thought it was such a moment, and to hear Alchemist spitting again was just amazing. So spitting on a Hit Boy beat, and then obviously Hit Boy returning the favour, spitting on an Alchemist beat, and even Hit Boy doing like a bit of a control um, 
and shouting out like Metro Boomin and challenging others. I don't think he was trying to do it in an ill taste. I think he was just trying to portray himself forward and challenge others and say, look, I'm doing it this way. And I, I feel that you can do uh, like more on a certain beat. And he's just trying to push himself forward. Obviously it was pr- promotion for his new album, but I just thought it was such a moment. It's, didn't ever think we were going to get we were going to get something like that. I'd love to see it again for them to do something like that again. But it was such a big moment in the year. For sure, yeah, for sure. And it felt like it was it wasn't just like those two rapping as well. I feel like did I can't was it Metro or someone else hopped on something? It was it was almost like a little thing towards the beginning of the year. It felt like producers were hopping on tracks and getting into little beefs and things like that. Hip Boy kind of sparked that, I think, yeah. Um, Kieran, what about your moment of the year? Yeah, this this was hard. Like, I had a few. Like, I like all of the ones we said, but I think my one was watching Lupe Fiasco use this new AI technology. Um, I think it's with Google. I'm not 100 percent sure about that bit, but I think it's something to do with Open AI. And like this video, it's called Glass of Water. You should watch it. It's like it's so cool because. I think he's in a he's in a good place right now musically. Like he doesn't actually have to make music to be honest anymore. But he's I think he's got this reminiscent feel of going back to that food and liquor kind of vibe and having those cool concepts. So here he's like feeding some keywords into the AI and they're giving back a few like I can't do you know what? I can't I don't even want to explain it because I feel like I'm actually gonna water it down what he's doing. But he, he uses the AI in a way that it's like I'm not just like cheating and getting like rhyming words kind of thing. It's what you think people would do. He's instead like he creates some sort of concepts and like feeds that in the AI and the AI suggests maybe like, oh maybe change this line, but he's like, actually you know what, I wanna change it like how you said, but change it in this way instead. And like you see how he writes his lyrics, which is incredible but also how he's playing with someone that's like suggesting like a, com- a computer that basically knows like anything to know about hip hop. You think Drake's using he's the AI to write his like... raps now? But no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll ask him. <laughs> he's not using AI. AI's not, AI's not writing his raps. He's, he's using AI to enhance how he writes his raps. Fair enough. It's, I can't explain it in any other way. Like it's so cool. Shout how, out to Lupe. Like the glass of water title is like the AI came up with that, but it's, it's, it's crazy how it all links. <laughs> nice. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I think it's a, it's the right way to look at technology going forward is how can we work with this rather than be like frightened of it or let it replace yeah, exactly. us. Um, my one is this, it's, for me, it's the, um, uh, the, I was going to say emergence, I'd say more re-emergence of abstract hip hop and it becoming kind of like, I know not, maybe not mainstream, but just the, the in sound, the wave, um, you know, over the last, I'd say, four to five years, it was very much the kind of Griselda sound, the the sort of reintroduction of boom bap. And again, although it may not have made the mainstream underground wise, it was very much the dominant sound. Um, and we just come out of the gangster rap kind of drill phase, I think. Like mm. we're, we're back into the bars matter, the schemes matter, the rhymes matter, which is a, yeah. a nicer place to be in, I think. Mm. And although although abstract hip hop has never really gone anywhere and it's had its moments in the past, I mean, we can you can trace it back as far as what like, Dr. Octagon and Company Flow, Def Jux, what they were doing, that label. Um, even like the sort of beginning of last decade with like what Danny Brown, Shabazz Palace, is all, you know, Kanye even with Yeezus bringing it to the forefront. Mm. But um, yeah, if something, if something going on this year with obviously Billy Woods and, and what him and Elusive are doing with Arm and Hammer, Danny Brown and Peggy, um, 
I'm even Travis Utopia as well. I'm I'm gonna gonna say as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Lane. You're right. You could, yeah. which is one of the, it's, I think that's the probably going to win the Grammy. Like it's the it's the mainstream album mm. of this year. You're right. That was the point I was trying to find in through this flipping brain fog of mine. But yeah, you could say that like the highest selling album of the year is actually quite left field and 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 abstract. And um, so maybe it is making making waves in the mainstream too. But yeah, I just it's to me it's been it's been eye opening. It's really changed my taste and like what I look for now in not so yeah in, in music, but it's definitely in raps. And maybe that's why we got so into it with the features as well. It's maybe it's a content thing as well. So yeah, it's really um, it's had a massive impact on me, and I think it's it's a it's a moment. And I just wonder how long it will last. Whether it will whether it's just this year or whether it will be a phase like like we saw with the kind of mm. rock Marciano and and that those guys inspired sound that Griselda were kind of at the forefront of over the last four to five years. Well, I feel like Paris, Texas are like new artists this year that are also bringing that weird alternative music. For sure. So maybe that can help pedal it. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, before we wrap up with our Hall of Fame, um, we tend to kind of, kind of just pay homage to, to some of those that that unfortunately passed away throughout the year. So i got a list here. Apologies if I mess up any of the pronunciations, but, you know, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo, Trugoy the Dove from De La Soul, a.k.a. Costa Titch, Magu, I hope I said that right, or Margu, DJ Casper, Young Capone, August 08, and C Knight. Hopefully I've not missed anyone out, but, um, yeah, sad sad as always, especially pe- people like Gangsta Boo and um, David at De La people that um I've and magoo as well you know like i grew up listening to that stuff mm, mm. it's um yeah it's always it's always tough but yeah thoughts with their loved ones um thank you for what they what you've all done for the culture let's do let's go for our um hall of fame and wrap it up um is anyone i mean me and kieran have got a couple of mentions sam theo is there anyone that you want to install in this year i have nobody to um, put in the hall of fame no, this year I- no, I didn't think that. Likewise, unless I, it sounds like I'm tacking on to um, yours, but I couldn't really think of anyone who I was. It was probably just De La Soul. I, I think that's why I didn't have it filled up because I, I really struggled to think. Oh, I don't know who I'm going to put in the Hall of Fame. De La Soul's so, a good uh, one though, because like one of their members yeah. passed. I'm not saying that's the reason you do yeah, stuff, but, but the group no, is done. No, but if I, you I feel you on that though. All their music got uploaded to Spotify. Yeah, that was cool. Which has like been a, it's yeah, been a long yeah. drought of like not being able to access mm. their tracks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that pick. Um, my one was Missy Elliott this year. I think maybe it's in part that we were kind of prepping to do a, an episode and I'm, I'm sure that will get done next year, hopefully, because um, it's an incredible career. The, the influence that she's had on so many artists is uh, like starting to become more apparent. I guess that's why I picked her this year, but also the Hall of Fame entry to getting recognised on that level. Um, yeah, re- really phenomenal um, huge, huge impact on the game, and um, look look forward to talking about her more in the new year if we um, if we end up doing that episode. So yeah, so that's our Hall of Fame picks this year. We got Miss. Oh shit! I'm having a mare tonight, man. Dropping things all sorts. Jesus. Missy Elliott and De La Soul. Welcome to the Grey Area Hall of Fame. Um, and that's it. That's the that's the Grey Area Awards 2023. Um, that was fun. Hey, this is Sean, and thanks for listening to another episode of The Grey Area. Are you an upcoming artist, critic, journalist, or content creator? Hit us up on our Discord or in our YouTube comments if you want to share new music, take part in an interview, or are interested in collaborating. Links to these can be found in the show notes. Take care.